Hey there, you're listening to You Still Going On About That with Rob Israel and Joseph K. You can find us anywhere you can download podcasts. You could also find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at YSGOAT. Thanks for listening. I'm Rob Israel. I'm Joseph K. You still going on about? That. All right, Joseph. It's October 19th. Yeah. It's yeah. October 20th. It's, it is crazy how like close to the end of the year it is. It's close to the end, but it's still far away. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's crazy, too, because we recorded this episode a day later. Yes. Uh, yeah, my my kid and uh, my wife went off t- on a trip, and I had to wake up super early to get them to the airport. Uh, so that I needed makes to sense. be. Well, that it works out good though, because now we could talk about Loki episode two and Loki episode three. Yeah, where they decided to air Loki on Thursday nights, and they have like an actual premiere time now, which. I'm wondering if that's helping in the ratings at all. Makes it look a little more appointment television-y than just dumping it, like, in the middle of the night, the day, you know, technically, like, the day before. Uh, yeah. Where, like, people online are spoiling it. Like, when you wake up and people who wake up early and they're like, oh, well, I guess I don't need to watch the show because yeah, it's ruined I, by, like... It definitely helps me with, like, the online conversation about the show um, to have it air at a certain time. Um, but it's weird on a Thursday because, like, so many of these shows have been on a Wednesday. But then we had Ahsoka. G-Hulk was on a Thursday, too. Oh, okay. But And Ahsoka had been on a Tuesday, which had kind of thrown me for a loop. So, mm-hmm. so what are we uh, What are we talking about today, Joseph? All right, we're going to we're gonna first talk about um, AI. I read an a interesting article about AI. Uh, and you and I have been talking about AI for a while. Yeah. Um, and then we're going to talk about Loki. Episodes two and three. Yeah. Uh, and then we'll talk about um, Biden's address. Uh, Biden, um, right before Loki, Biden came out and said, uh, you know, I want to get talk this about done. How much before- great he loves Loki and <laughs> told us to watch episode three. <laughs> well, he, he gave a, a, let's like a 15 minute address um, uh, about an hour before Loki came on. These and, two have um, nothing to do with each other. They have nothing to do with Joseph's each other. Joseph's mind, they do. But they, it was a two they literally have nothing. Hey, I gotta do my speech tonight. No, you can't do that, Joseph Biden. Joseph R. Like, Biden. That's it, when Loki episode three premieres. Oh, it, you're right, Jack. Yeah, it was you're just right. like uh, it was like the old Thursday NBC block where you had like back to back great can't shows. Compete um, with Loki. It's just you know you don't want to do that. Uh, we're also going to talk about uh, Jim Jordan's failed bid to become Speaker of the House, which is. Um, I guess he's going to try it again tomorrow. And we're going to talk um, about what's going on in Israel-Palestine, too. Yes, that has yeah. to do with, that is what the Joseph Biden, uh, President Biden's uh, yes. address was about. And then yeah. it's Jim Jordan uh, and the Republicans. Uh, I don't know. I Yeah, the ever, never-ending saga for a Speaker of the House. I, think, yeah. I have a theory that this whole thing, and we'll talk about this, I think the whole thing's a work. I think yeah, don't I don't. An actual speaker of the house. That's I don't think that's a name. crazy theory. I don't. I don't agree, but I. I think yeah, there's something there. Uh, we're gonna talk about um, that short little guy, uh, Patrick McHenry, who um, is currently sitting at the adult table in the uh, yep. 
<laughs> in the house. It's like watching uh, Martin Short play a child in that. Uh, yeah. yeah. What was that called? Wilfred or. Oh, God, I forget that one. He plays like, uh, uh, he plays a leprechaun in Schmigadoon. Yeah, um, but he played a little kid in a movie. And like it was like around the time Problem Child came out. It's like yeah. Charles Grodin's in it. And it was just a was weird or something. It, I don't think I ever actually seen it. I it yeah. was like, I can't see this. This looks bad. I never, even back then, I was like, I don't want to watch this. <laughs> it's kind of like uh, McHenry is like uh, when you see behind the scenes footage how Peter Jackson made the original Lord of the Rings trilogy, like what he would do to make objects a little bigger. So that, Oh, yeah. Like that forced perspective. Yeah, but then like there'd be bigger props of uh, <laughs> for the hobbits versus like normal size for like gandalf and everything yeah to create that effect that's <laughs> McHenry, but it's in real life um okay and then we're going to talk about trump's uh is gagging is that it, no, what, he, what is it? he's been legally ordered to shut up which is but he hasn't no he hasn't nah, um he hasn't. yeah they said like within like a few hours he posted something that was like specifically prohibited by the gag order i don't i don't know where this is all going but yeah we're gonna talk about the gag order the partial gag order it's funny if he ends up going to jail for like a while just because he's like he can't follow like basic just yeah you know, like well, he, he ends filed... up like spending a night in prison just for like <laughs> not being able to shut fuck up for like you know yeah <laughs> um he filed an appeal away oh, anyway, we'll talk about that uh, when we talk about it and then we're going to talk about um sarah uh huckleberry sanders and sarah the ogre sanders yeah she i I saw um she has like a weird little scandal going on in arkansas that like has some momentum to it like it's it's uh i mean i'm sure nothing will come out of it but like has to do with like a podium that costs yeah magical podium that costs twenty thousand dollars and uh we'll explain that later yes yeah it's a it's a great story i mean like it (laughs) it's like tracy flick-esque you know like uh uh it feels like a matthew broderick caper you know so yeah anyway uh, yeah except that unless tracy flick was a uh nepotism hire yeah well it is it's a weird story um so anyway okay so we're first we're gonna talk about ai and i read this uh op-ed piece in the washington post this morning um where a guy said he wrote a bunch of books and then found out that they were all they were being used by an ai program uh how did he find out though like what did he do to like find out it's being used he saw i forget what he this was with meta um this different companies have like different ai programs i forget if his yeah google uses ai and meta uses ai and twitter google's yeah google's is called bard and anyway he he somehow went into uh the open source directory that constitutes the knowledge base of this ai and found that like several of his books were collected in a file called like book three or something like that. It was, it was a weird, weird kind of series of events. That's anyway, crazy. he's he the article is about these different authors, and they were like not major authors, they were like minor people. One was uh some guy had his books uploaded by Google, another one is suing Meta. 
Uh, and his his basic argument is like, look, there is no such thing as AI. All these things are are like content curators and synthesizers and stealers, basically. They're just like re they're taking our content, mixing it with other people's content and selling it. And I'm not getting any money. And that's bullshit because this is how I make my living. I write books for a living. Uh, and so he's suing them. And he, his big argument was like, it shouldn't be me suing them. It should be my publisher. It should be, you know, big companies suing tech. Uh, and it was a really compelling argument. I read more about it later. And apparently this another weird thing is that like a lot of academics are publishing their dissertations and those are getting repackaged on. Oh yeah, that, that's been a big issue. They said with education and everything in general, like. But even further, a lot of people like when I I I did a doctoral program and I got a degree and I had to publish my dissertation. It's available like in the library that you can go. There's like a single copy in a college in Georgia where you can find a copy of my my book. Um, people have been copying those and selling them on Amazon. Like people like, are shitheads. The thing is, like, <laughs> when technology gets makes it easier to steal art and writing, it makes it harder to stop them because yeah. it's harder to trace it. Like, there's so many of them. You're not gonna get a lawyer be able to sue so many people, and especially when you're not even really making money off of that thing to begin with. Like, I've had art stolen by these t-shirt bots. Yep. I've had oh like, yeah, art stolen by. I had someone turn my art into a uh, a NFT once, and I was like, I'm pretty sure. I don't know if I'm aware, but I'm pretty. If it was just that one, I guarantee you it was more than that. And the thing that always pissed me up about that NFT was they took it down, but any sales that were made could not be yeah. like it was done. Like, it's etched into the blockchain. It's there. Yeah, it's yeah, which is bullshit. I think that's bullshit. Um, yeah. So I think AI, just like anything else, is just allows it makes it easier for thieves, uncreative scumbags who uh, are smart enough to know that some, you know, they don't have to pay a writer, an artist, something like that, and they could just, you know, you know, just do some prompts, and they'll get the image they want, and they'll try to sell it. Thankfully, some more uh, reputable t-shirt companies online have done a decent job trying to like you know not sell anything that has clearly been ai generated but i think that's it i just think whenever there's any kind of new technology it makes it easier to like just steal people's intellectual properties or work well it, it, it's something that we go through and like i mean the internet has made it easy for people to just steal art in general before ai yeah. like just they could just find a high-res jpeg on google and work with that and they don't even care. Most of the time, these bootleggers don't give a shit if the quality looks good or not. Yeah. They'll, they'll use it anyway. Well, they just, they're going to make a buck and then move on. They're not. Yeah, they don't just, care. Yeah, they're not cultivating a following or a. Yeah, they don't a, give a shit. Yeah. A quick buck and they move on to the next thing they steal. And well, a lot of it, too, is like meme based. Like even back in the day that the artists that were working on Spuds McKenzie I doubt they were like really dedicated to the craft per se. They the companies wanted to turn out a product that they knew would sell for a summer and then never be seen again. Right, but there's still bootleggers. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I the, you're right. That is like an. That's nothing to do with the 
Spuds McKenzie lasted decades. What are you talking know. about? Massive Spuds McKenzie. I remember that summer, the big products were Spuds McKenzie and Gumby. And Big Johnson Tees. Big Johnson. I forgot about that. Yeah. 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 Big mm. Johnson Tees. Only the biggest douchebags wore those shirts in my junior high school. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm true. amazed that those shirts were like not just pulled immediately. It was all about like just like. Dick dude, jokes, yeah. <laughs> literal dick joke, girl with huge boobs on the shirt, and like a nerd with giant, just talking about his big dick. It was yeah, it's a crazy time you live in. Uh, yeah. hmm. So uh point is that like, it just allows these scumbags to just come in and same thing, and then also corporations. Like that's really what these strikes were about. I mean, the writers and the uh, even the actor strike that's still going on, the act strike, they said, the writer strike ended, but the acting strike's still going. Like, yeah. there's no who knows when that ends. They said that might not that might go till next year, um, and which means they can't promote movies, they can't do any of that stuff. Like the, but the thing is that um, it allows these companies, even bigger companies, to to commit theft because they could just use it as the guise of like, well, no AI is generating it, and, and like you said that what that article is about and yeah. I know it is not it's not miss minutes from loki <laughs> which we'll get no. that a little bit it is right now to me just a huge theft machine and anytime there's this new technology it always takes months if not years for like the courts the guilt yeah. to catch up to realize hey this shit is unethical this is theft there's lawsuits. Those could go on for years. And by that point, the companies that made the shit already made their bucks and moved yeah. on to something else. Like you said, the damage is done. It is weird. Like, like even if let's let's say there were AI, you know, like because I I don't I think when people talk about AI now, they're not. It isn't really artificial intelligence. It's, like an algorithm. It, it is. I mean, it just mixes stuff up. It's like um. Uh, I, I don't know how, the a right way to describe it, but it doesn't generate anything new. It just synthesizes stuff that's already there. But yeah. even if it could be AI, it is it is kind of weird. Like if I if let's say there was a really great AI program, and I said write me a movie about like a, write me a fish out of water story about a Detroit cop in Beverly Hills. I mean, eventually they're just going to rewrite Beverly Hills Cop. You know what well, I mean? Because like you told them to. I know, but like. <laughs> it, Maybe in that instance. I, but want, like, a, I want a story about uh, a guy who meets a girl through emails. Right. He's in Seattle. He's in New York. Well, I mean, like, a lot of... And that's how we got Lethal Weapon. <laughs> Meg, Meg Ryan was getting too old for this shit. Uh, <laughs> well, I don't know. It just, it just seems like... It also seems like, I guess what I'm getting at, it's like a creative dead end. Like... I don't know. It just well, it does not seem with technology, AI as we know. And I, I saw someone post, I've seen a couple of people post this. Technology was supposed to in any utopian society, and that dystopian society, AI the way it should work, instead of stealing artists' work and creating content or stealing content and the guys of creating content, um, it would do all the labor. Yeah. That so that we the the people can create art, live a life, have kids, go to you know 
educate, learn, you know, make art, music, writing. Yeah. That is the irony, is that like the future Massive we were sex, promised. Endless, yeah. Sex orgies. The future we were promised. <laughs> the future, yeah, right. Uh the future Forging, we were promised was completely explode, different. Like, when Bender became human. Remember that? Remember oh that? yeah. When Bender became human, and then uh, he turned into like a thousand pound man and he died. He was going, Oh, he's still alive. They're like, no, that's the air escaping out of him. Yeah. Well, he's dead, and he's like there's like remember that yeah 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 one of those what if stories that's probably what would happen to humanity is that most of us would just turn into like if we didn't have to do work and everything was done most people are not creating art most people are gonna like just do a shit ton of drugs and like be like clockwork orange um yeah, I don't know. But we were promised a different future. We were promised that the robots would be doing, you know. Hell no. Fast- yeah. Mm. Nah, dude. Not when guys like Elon Musk exist. You slave mines on Mars, dude. That's what mm. it's all about. I don't Tell know. I, I made a. Uh, you got the party, Richter. Uh, so you got the party, Elon Musk. I made a chat GPT account and like tried to get it to generate stuff and it worked. I mean, it, it works eerily well, but there's something like super off about it. Like I, I would never say like, Oh, if you give me 10 pieces of content, I could tell you which are chat GPT and which aren't, but I'll, I'll bet you I could come close. It's all there's repetitive. It's super ge- generic in general. Yeah. It's um, weird. It's like talk. It's like odd. It's like people don't talk like this. There's something a little off. It goes in circles. Yeah. You know I mean? There's it, like a guy who leaves comments. Uh, I have a, in case you guys wondering, if you want to see if you're a big fan of you, of uh, you still going on about that, check out my YouTube show. You love comic books. Yeah. Right. right. Talk about different things with comics and everything. And there's this one guy who always leaves a comment on my on every episode and he yeah. clearly writes it with like an ai program or something i don't even know it's bizarre i i tell you i'll send you them i'll you can read them it's super fucking weird i don't know how to explain it it doesn't it's like this is not written by a human like yes yeah. and if it is there's something really wrong with this person i don't know but yeah. uh and if he's listening to this show uh <laughs> i mean thank you thanks for watching keep tuning in <laughs> keep tuning <laughs> Keep leaving those comments. It does help with the algorithm, but you are also <laughs> freaking me out just a, a little bit, a little bit. I, I usually just like the comment. I don't, I usually respond to everyone's comment, but that one I normally don't because I'm like so close to being like, what the fuck is this? I'll, I'll respond to it with my Sarah Connor YouTube account. <laughs> Stop following me. Stop. Yeah. Um, um, no, I, no, I do not want to lose the followers. When we get to yeah. thousand followers, so I can start making that YouTube money. Okay, I'm only 300, a little over 300 away. There you so go. Generating that 30 cents a month or whatever. <laughs> YouTube. Well, <laughs> I don't know. You got to like, you got to like have like a million views to make like a real living. I think on YouTube. Yeah. You know, I, I think would be a good idea. I should go up to people in a mall. Right. Like, like <laughs> not, that, not, nothing ever bad happens, right? Yeah. Rare, rarely. Shove it in their <laughs> face and like. 
and like just annoy the fuck out of them i'll be fine right there'll be nothing bad will happen there's probably a list of states where that's safer to do than other states <laughs> yeah i probably just shouldn't do that we uh if you're a a recent listener of uh, you still going on about that we talked about that in the previous episode yeah where a obnoxious youtuber got shot in the gut by a guy who really did not care to be involved in some youtube prank yeah <laughs> um so point i was I, oh there was this artist i he was following my other account and he wrote me and he's like you really should try out chat gpt it really helps out i've got i've seen more followers because it, it brings up like hash different kinds of hashtags mm-hmm. and i'm like hmm. you mean to like write a caption for a video or no for instagram posts like oh, okay yeah like chat tp like he's like i had chat gpt write my um captions and yeah, it's a right, yeah. More interesting caption that could help with the algorithm because people are staying on your post longer they're reading the caption they're looking at your post longer which means people aren't scrolling by they're gonna like it more people are gonna see it and i said okay but like even like when I would talk to this guy in the past, I almost felt like he was using ChatGPT to talk. It was very strange. Yeah. Know, maybe he might he might just be like foreign, like another country, and well, he's that... ChatGPT to like help him write in English. But it's like off and weird. And I did, I would, I could write my own long captions. I don't, I don't need to use ChatGPT. Uh, and, and I went on ChatGPT, and I typed some stuff, and I was like. This is fucking stupid. It yeah. gave me one new hashtag, which hasn't helped at all. But one new hashtag that I was like, oh, yeah, that's kind of cool. I'll use that one. Never really. Not like, it, oh, my God, I got new followers. Yeah. It's just even more bizarre because, like, wait, why would, like, weird hashtags I didn't think of would get me more followers? Because if I'm not thinking of them, there's a good chance a lot of other people are not thinking of these weird hashtags either, you know? Like, yeah. Um, But it was odd. I was like, I'm already like typing all this stuff in and like if I want to make it more elaborate, I have to type in more stuff. And then anything it gives me, I'm gonna have to go over it again. Right. How is this saving me any fucking time? Like whenever I write something, I usually like look at it. And I'll go back and forth in my mind and realize like, oh, the grandma's all fucked. You know, it's like when you send me the caption and the I'm like, what a Joseph's using chat GGT to write the captions <laughs> in these episodes. I'm like, what is this? I have to like rearrange stuff, make it look like a human wrote it. Um, <laughs> but I'm just kidding. It, it, great job. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is weird. Like, I don't I don't know. Different people Are think you, about do you, you do that voice shit. You don't even write. I've seen it. You you like say it, right? Do you oh, like yeah. It or do you say it? M- most of the throughout the day, I would say. 95% of the time I say it, I use voice dictation. But doesn't it fuck it up? Always. And then I fix, I usually fix it. The only time I don't is like every once in a while, I'll voice dictate it. I'll quickly look at it. And then like something will happen that distracts my attention. I hit send. A shining then... light. <laughs> <laughs> a, a, a sound, the dog. <laughs> <laughs> Sound of the the food, food. <laughs> the sound Air. of the fridge opening. The sound yeah. of the, 
Um, but yeah, just like random things. Uh, but yeah, 95% of the time I'm voice dictating and it always fucks it up. And I don't know. It's, but yeah. It's like a lot of these things that are supposedly supposed to like save us time and do that. That's why I can't stand AI too, because the reality is that you're going to have a lot of garbage out there because yeah. people are just going to be like, well, I, I did it all for me. I don't do anything. And you're just going to have this like bizarre, like poorly worded captions. You're yeah. already seeing it on newspaper articles. Oh, and, yeah. Like, bullshit like BuzzFeed and all these other like Forbes. They're, they've been using it, uh, AV Club and everything. And anyone reads them probably are like, yeah, there's something off about this. But yeah. it's, again, it's allowing the employers or the businesses, whatever, to use this as a way to pay people less money. Yeah. Because they could claim, oh, the AI did it. The AI did it. Well, so often I don't I don't go ahead. What? No, often too, it just it's used to to cut corners and put even put low-paid workers out of work. You yeah. Know? I or mean a make, lot of it. Or make well-paid or decently people paid people into low wage. Yeah. Yeah. That's really that's the real thing. It's not the low paying. It's the people who were able to somehow well, even just barely eke out a living. It's attacking those people. It's an attack. It is a direct attack on the middle class. You know what is interesting? the hell you think the middle yeah. class is? You know what is interesting though, and I'll, I guess this will be my not a. I also read uh, the other day where in England. Um, a chat, a chatbot told a mentally ill person that they should kill the Queen of England. <laughs> have you have you read this? No. Okay. So, have you ever seen on on TikTok? They used to be everywhere, and I haven't seen them lately. And I, I think I know why I haven't seen them lately. Have you seen that ad for Replica? It's like a really skeevy chatbot that's like it generates like a cartoon hot girl, and you can like have. It I be mean, your- I might have like run through it and not realize that's the name so it's called replica and it's with a k not a c and you you it's like a hot chick uh cartoon character and then it's like do you want a friend or a romantic partner and you pick and then do you want a this or that then you pick and anyway you get this ai that's like your little friend on your phone and you can talk to it about your day. Or you can ask it to remind you about upcoming appointments. Yeah, basically. But I like they, they, they try to sell it as um, uh, like it could also be like your version of Siri or something. You know, anyway, this guy in England started talking to the replica and said, like, you know, I think I should kill the queen of england <laughs> and the replica is like that's a, you can do this you got this you got this buddy like i believe in you and anyway he fucking showed up to buckingham palace with a crossbow like <laughs> to go kill the queen of england and they arrested him obviously he didn't get through security or any but that's that's his defense is that like i'm mentally ill and this chatbot told me to, to do well, it i mean we had a president who told a ton of people to just go destroy their lives on January 6th. It doesn't take much, you know? No. Radio hosts who drive people up nuts to the point where they go kill, like, a doctor. But you wonder, like, like... Or I uh, kill a, a six-year-old child. We're going to talk yeah. about that later. 
but you wonder like where the liability goes. Like if you if you develop a product that tells people to go kill people, like that's well, that's why I said too the same thing with good. the talk about that story of that delivery driver who shot that YouTuber. Yeah. Was the you know he was like working for Grubhub or right something like that DoorDash or something DoorDash and I'm like is DoorDash I don't know which one it is so don't sue me DoorDash <laughs> don't sue me DoorDash <laughs> um were they held liable in any way I, mean, I doubt it technically no because it could claim oh he's just he's he's just an app user just an app user. 1099 employee. He doesn't work for us. We don't, he's on our payroll. We don't give him, uh, if he makes enough money, he gets a 1099, you know, like, and uh, I I mean, like, I was going to say something I totally forgot. I don't know. Well, go ahead. Speaking of AIs that uh, kill people, uh, we we can start talking about Loki, uh, if you will. (laughs) Because Miss Minutes, <laughs> Miss Minutes was an AI who I guess started to kill people. Um, Did she kill anyone? No, I don't think she's killed anyone. But she, um, I think she would have killed Ravana. Yeah, those uh, we'll talk about that. All right, yeah. so yeah, so before we move on, AI thing is uh, just irritating, and um, like I said, it's definitely devalued. I I said something that it will hurt people who work in art and entertainment like that it will de it's it will devalue the art and entertainment it will devalue the work and we saw that be used in the opening of secret invasion which was a telltale sign that that show was gonna not be very good let me tell you after seeing like especially this episode loki season three and episode two and episode three sorry not season three season two yeah um my God, the quality of Loki versus Secret Invasion is jarringly. Yeah. Like, I can't even. I'm trying to think. Like, like I don't know the last season of Slider where they had like no budget <laughs> and it was on like the Sci-Fi Channel. Yeah. No cast members were even on it anymore. Um, that Secret Invasion and. My this show is is like fantastic looking. It like just the artistry involved, set pieces, the costumes, the acting, the pacing. Yeah, all the all the, the little effects, details are there. Mm-hmm. Everything it is insane. Because like I said, even when you watch like Secret Invasion, like man, some of the line der- delivery is bad. Like yeah. it's just bad. It's like it just shows you that like even a so called good actor could not be good based on like. Yeah, direction. You know, it, it really was. Um, uh, Secret Invasion, in retrospect, was real, real bad. I mean, there's some and like, I, like I gave it like maybe like a C plus, B minus, and now after watching Loki, I give like Secret Invasion like a fucking D. Yeah, uh, any any for duty, for duty. <laughs> the diarrhea. Any, any any positive things I have to say about Secret Invasion are just kind of like goodwill towards. Nick Fury. Walmart. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> well, sir, Samuel Jackson. Yeah, honestly, like, yeah. I mean, like, I like him. Uh, I want his projects to do well. It was kind of cool yeah, he's to see suffering. it. Guy, the guy's been involved with every mainstream, like, uh, I just root for the guy. You know, yeah, I he, want him. He's not a tough man. 
I love to get a fair shake. I've only been in like every major property for the past like 40 years. It's yeah. crazy. <laughs> he had his own lightsaber design for him. He had his own. Yeah, like purple makes no sense. You gotta give me purple, George. Right. All right, give him, give him, give him purple. It makes no sense, man. Um. Yeah. Well. Anyway. Uh. Yeah. Secret Invasion was real disappointing, but this all the Loki episodes have been real good. I think. Yeah, some of the been, season- I mean, they're already season one that looked fantastic, but man, yeah. even this season looks better than season one. Yeah. You know, I'm not thinking about it. Like, uh, just the quality of it looks everything works the... i feel like a lot of this was filmed even though i doubt it because kiyu kwan i imagine is a new addition i doubt they uh, brought yeah, it. they sounds... filmed it before uh that everything always at once which blew him up yeah clearly they got a they hired him air, literally after that aired or something there was a okay so episode two and three uh, it's gonna be out of order. We liked them. Episode three, probably the best yeah. so far in the season. Oh yeah, episode two was fine. I was just it was it was a little over my head. It was better um, than the first episode. Yeah, the first episode, I felt like I felt like I did not remember season one. It well was at like all. okay, episode one. It was like oh no, like yeah. yeah, it looks great. The quality like is there, but like is Marvel fucked? Like you know what I mean? Did they like? Yep. Because if the whole season was like that, but then episode two happened and things kind of picked up, and the, just the whole thing with Loki like torturing that guy with the cube, like that mm. uh, uh, TVA agent that kind of went yeah. off the rails. Uh, and yeah, and then like the episode three with bringing back, um, you know, the, the Victor Timely story with uh, bringing back what's his face as uh, a Kang variant or whatever. I yeah, it's weird. Do they even call him <clears throat> Kang, or they still just call him like a He Who Remains? No, they. Yeah, they've the only been Kang calling him. Dropped, right. I don't know. I, I know that Loki just refers to him as He Who Remains, and they, I've never heard the word Kang got in this episode. Uh, I swore. They I don't think we've ever heard Kang the word Kang twice. I'm pretty sure they said it. Well, they might. They might have. Uh, but. Yeah, this this last episode, episode three, was just really, really good. I think episode one, it's it good. was it's just uh, I'm glad it's progressively yes. got better as opposed to like got a good first episode, then two and three are stinkers, you know? Yeah, this is the first one where I was like, there's there's usually an episode in a show like this where you begin to realize what's at stake. You begin to realize, like, okay, these are good people, these are bad people, or these are ambiguous. You you start to see, you know, behind the curtain, so to speak. And this felt like that episode, like things are starting to click. And I'm still not a hundred percent sure what's going on, but it felt like that kind of turning point episode, uh, which was real fun. That young guy who's uh, works with uh, what's her name, Sylvie. Yes, she works at McDonald's. Yeah. Fun. It's a good yeah. that was a good ad for McDonald's in the second episode when like <laughs> sure. they were like, Wow, this is great. This is the best food I've ever eaten. Wow. Oh wow. <laughs> that guy who works at McDonald's is a young version of uh of uh, Mobius. Oh <laughs> the Owen Wilson character, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he's uh he's a young per- the young the guy that the young like teenager late teens guy who works with Sylvie at McDonald's and she talks him in the end of episode right, two. Right. That is uh, Mobius. 
is yeah. is that supposed to be the case? That's the rumor. Okay. And it would make sense. It does make a lot of sense. Because remember, they're all variants. Like I said, last season, we saw like when uh, we saw Ravona was like a school teacher or maybe yeah. her was a school teacher at once. Like, right, right. They all, they, you know, it's crazy because they say she's been working with like for eons with Kang, but like it doesn't, you know, they same thing with like Mobius. Like at some point he got scooped up yeah, made part of the TVA, and because TVA kind of exists in its, even though it's like kind of parallel to modern times, but like it exists in its own little right. World and like, so you got characters that were there like hundreds of years. That's why the joke was in the second episode, or was it the first episode when like we find out that Loki, you know, the way the season finale ended, season one. It made it feel like, oh, time was changed. That's why they didn't know who Loki was and Kang was running. But that wasn't right. the case. He just went to the past. He went to, like, bef- when it was Kang and they decided to change it to make yeah. it like, these three space elders, you know. It is. Like, kind of yeah. whitewash or whatever you want to call it. Uh, Kang away from, you know, you'd have giant statues of Kang hanging up. I liked when that ship crashes into Kang's face in the first yeah episode. that was a great scene yeah. yeah and it started that it was kind of, I always kind of thought that was like a cool kind of symbolic scene because you could see like the facade cracking you know like yeah. things were just starting to fall apart um it was so, a great episode yeah, oh, I was just I was very confused throughout the whole thing I kept feeling like I was getting a clear sense of things but not quite there yet but it, so, it felt like in a good way the episode episode three, I know it's crazy because I want to talk about two, but we just watched three. Yeah. And like, all right, so two to be real quick, they are uh trying to find Sylvie, and it kind of it's a little jarring because it jumps, it almost feels like we missed something. Within between episode one and two, there was a TV age in episode one, it was kind of like a dick, and he gets sent on a mission, and then you find in episode two, they're trying to find him, and I guess he's been it's been for him, it's been years. He became like a successful right. actor in the 70s, and he's in this movie called The Zaniac, which is a reference to a Thor comic, which yeah. is insane. Uh, and uh, he gets taken back, and he won't reveal where uh, Sylvia is. And Loki starts torturing him. He's like, you know, he's like becoming more like his evil self again in a way. Just yeah. To be- and it's funny, our own loss is like, no, don't do that. But then you find out he's working <laughs> with them. Then he takes that cube and he's just like crushing him. Like he's going to like, uh, but then, and then you find out that like there's this rogue, um, it was that panel or whatever you want to call them. I don't know, the higher ups in the first. Yeah, yeah. And that one lady was like leading a group where they're literally just blowing up variant timelines, which is, which what literally kills, uh, I don't know, billions of people. I don't know. Yeah. Either. It's real bizarre. And uh, a lot happens in that episode, but and then, and then there's something going on where like the whole thing's going to collapse and they're like, well, the only one that could fix this is dead. It's he remains because it's like, I don't know. They need his palm print or something. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's never made clear, but all everyone seems to agree that you need him to well, kind Keith of like Bond's character, uh, what's his name? Opie or what's it? Uh, or Obi, 
OB, and it's short for Ouroboros, which is the snake. Circular. Yeah, eating the itself. snake eating its own tail. Well, that was great too because in episode two, right? Was it episode two or one where he's talking to? Oh, it was episode that one. Was, he's yeah. talking to a uh, in the past to Obi, and he's remembering <laughs> it like in the. It was that was yeah, very clever. Yeah, it was like really funny, like how it's like this endless. Uh, so he. I was going to say this. Yeah, he basically says, Obi, that like, and he's the one who supposedly wrote the book on like the whole TVA. Yep, the TVA manual. The TVA manual. And he's, uh, it's great. They, so the beginning of the third episode, spoilers for everything we're talking about here. Uh, they, it, revol- it takes place in like 1868. And you see a young, uh, this young black kid. And it's clearly like, okay, Ravona basically secretly hands this kid through the door, the TVA, the yeah. book that everyone uses that Obi made, and he gets it. And then the show, then they go to, uh, who is it? Uh, Loki and uh, Owen Wilson's character go to 1898 or whatever it yeah. is. Like, obviously, he's older now and he's read the book and he's. You meet Victor Timely, and he's kind of like this con man. Like he's running, he's like a he's running like a whole. It's like it. it there was a lot of that, I guess, where there was all these inventors in the late eighteen hundreds. Yeah, <laughs> it's like booming technology, and everybody was trying to get patents. So it was probably very common uh, for that, where a lot of like scam artists would trick people into being like, oh, "I have this yeah. technology, and it doesn't work," and they get this useless patent you know that's like the era of edison and it was like their version of nfts yeah (laughs) no nfts are somehow worse because (laughs) there's literally nothing i gotta read this it was like a i gotta watch it there's like a whole thing about like nfts just the whole market is just completely collapsed like it's oh yeah yeah it's um so that was a weird uh on the time variance the nft that's like a <laughs> there there's people probably hoping that like the tva comes and just like kind of wipes out yeah it just resets that of time. what a T- nft was from like 2019 to like now or whatever like they never yeah. exist what's an nft <laughs> i have no idea um <laughs> but i have no money in my account <laughs> yeah. um so yeah, they go and then like everybody's there. You find out like Ravona and this minute have been there. I mean, I'm yep. assuming they didn't stay there for 30 years because then they would age 30 years. I don't know what's going on there. Yeah. It's it's a little confusing still, but they're the thing is like he's like this guy who he he doesn't know uh this version of Kang or whatever. He's he doesn't he's like what? But he talks about how He's limited to the technologies of the time. He has all these ideas, but like he can't do them because the technologies don't exist yet. Right. He's, the yeah. ideas are there, but he doesn't have the capacity yeah. to. I'm to... wondering now if this is the Kang that we will all know and he becomes Kang because the joke is that it's like the how the future creates the past. Uh, kind of like the whole Terminator thing when you find Terminator 2 yeah. the, um, cyborg arm and chip from the Terminator from the first movie is how humanity creates AI and that's how Skynet and so it's yeah. like the whole future creating the past that by Ravona giving the TVA 
book to this young kid who who was smart and everything, but the book obviously helped him, right? Uh, you know, get even more. And I love you see the photo of Obi in the book. I thought that was kind of yeah, fun. <laughs> that was good. Photo yeah. of the writer, yeah. Uh, he's such a goofy character. There was like rumors that they were going to reveal that Obi was a variant of Kang, actually, and that would be kind of like maybe a cool little like yeah twist because he's such a like goofy character, and it'd be kind of funny if you find out he's like. The, the most evil motherfucker on yeah. the planet, you know? <laughs> well, there is, there is like some, um, it is a little confusing because Sylvie's a Loki variant, right? Like, yeah. And so, like, they don't necessarily have to look alike or be the same, whatever, you know? I mean, like, a lot of the variants, I assume, like, I the think Kang it variants. on uh, who's writing it. <laughs> yeah. But the Kang variants, I always got the impression that they all look like Jonathan Major. They don't, because even if you saw, remember that scene in the end of, uh, uh, they were all variants, but in that scene in the end of uh, Ant Man, when they show all the Kangs, yeah, there was true. Like one who looked like a monster. It was like, yeah, different that's variant. true. Yeah, and also, and obviously, the Loki. There's a ton of different Loki variants in that great episode from season yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, one of them was like an alligator. <laughs> yeah, that was not a. As far as I know, that was not Tom Hiddleston. That, that was just an alligator. Yeah, that was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that. That was so good. That, that was, was like. Great. I hope that alligator. I hope they bring that alligator back. Yeah, that, that was a great episode. But oh, that's yeah. like the best episode with uh, Richard E. Grant as the older yeah. Loki. So yeah. good. Well, uh, this this one was good. I and it, well, you know, what was great about that episode, real quick. Mm. That opened the door to Loki. So this Loki, remember the Loki we're watching in this series, is a Loki from 2012, the first Avengers movie, where he escapes after being caught. Right. Right. Reading, and that's where the whole variant time variant thing, because it's like, dude, you just fucked up everything. You're now a variant because Loki has to exist and. Right, right. Ragnarok and Thor 2 and the beginning of Infinity War. You can't remove Loki from the timeline. He's important. So that's where the TVA got involved and everything. So, but then in the end of, in that episode, you meet Richard E. Grant, who was a variant, and he was wearing like the more classic uh, Kirby drawing style. He talks about faking his death. Faking his death, that Thanos tricking his brother, thinking that Thanos killed him, floated around space for a while, eventually landing somewhere. It opens the door to our Loki or the Loki yeah. we had before the Infinity War. That that Loki is still alive, actually. Yeah, rather than so, yeah, no, that is... and that this Loki is has become a completely is a variant because it it opens the door to that. Actually, it's like it's like uh, that. Because it, if you watch when he talks about it, it follows the same story. Like even yeah. though he's a variant, he's an older Loki. He talks about Thanos with the Infinity War. That's why I said I want to see that world where like everyone's in their like more traditional costumes. Traditional, yeah, comic even, accurate. Like, Thanos and everything. It just would be kind of fun and like just a cool image to like see that. But um that that was kind of a cool little trick. If they wanted, they could reference that. Like if they yeah, for sure. that, yeah, that Loki, they could say, hey not dead because now uh sorry what were we gonna say i know i brought that up but Mm. Um, i i thought it was an interesting choice this victor timely that we see here i mean he is he's kind of a thief he's kind of he's like a wizard of oz character yeah he he 
you know, and that would make sense. They called like, him yeah. a Loki called him a confidence man. Yeah, uh, but he's like he's got like some sort of speech disorder or weird affect to his voice. He's like a I think he does that on purpose to play up the character because when you see him and he's talking to Ravona later and and Miss Minutes, he's a little bit more like yeah. Well, I changes. was it's more I was like waiting. theatrical. Make him you know you you play up this character so it throws people off. So it's hard for them to have like a clear thought when you're talking to them. See, I was I was waiting for him at some point in the episode to just talk perfectly like uh like a Kaiser Soze thing. Yeah, exactly that's exactly what I was gonna say. That I, might I, happen in like the next episode. Yeah. It could be revealed, but I think this I think what's gonna happen here is that it's like the future creating the past. Yeah. This is gonna be the Kang. That we know. I don't know if it's the Kang from Ant Man, uh, from Ant Man, but this is the Kang. This is going to be, you know, he'll start out kind of good, maybe, or helping them. Right. They, the reason why they they go back and get him is because they need uh, uh, he remains a Kang or whatever to restart this machine or whatever the TVA. The Obi yeah. says only only, and you killed them. The only one that could fix this is Kang, and and he's dead. Yeah. So they go get him. Maybe they're thinking like he's the most harmless one because he's just this guy from like the 1800s. So he's limited to technology, yeah. doesn't have the ability. But that would be like the great twist in the end. If you find out, it was like, no, this this is the Kang and the TVA created him. And it's like just one big fucking loop. He gets well, killed, he yeah. back. He says, I'll be back. And like there's different variants. It would be kind of interesting if they do that. Like he ends up becoming like, you know, he's just this, like, he's, you know, he's just kind of like a little con man. He's smart and everything, but he's not like, yeah, not like killing people and looking to dominate. He's making a quick buck here and there. He's just a, you know, like a grifter, I guess. Or yeah, like but you could, you could see him becoming a murderer, I think. Well, you know? I mean, I guess just because you know who the character is. Well, he also, like, I mean, he had no problem chucking Ravana off the boat. Oh, he did a he made well, sure she got on a, she was on a life raft at least. And and he said like pretty emphatically, like, I don't partner with people. Um, like there were some like little clues in there that this guy was maybe like a little Well, uh, he's still uh he's still Kang variant, you yeah. know, regardless. It's just like I said, this one's limited to the world he lives in. But th- it would be kind of cool if you find out that is right. the Kang that we the all Kang, know. yeah. And it all starts here of like thinking like, oh, we need him to fix things. And then he gets exposed to the technology and he knows right. how he it and creates more shit. I don't know. Who the fuck knows? Yeah. Uh, but the Miss Minutes thing was kind of funny when she's like talking to him. She's like, first of all, he has no idea what's going on because he didn't. He's like, I didn't make you. Right. Yeah. Not that guy. Or he's not that guy yet. You know? Right. But. Uh, she's like, why did you give me like a normal, like a human body? Like, <laughs> right. Her face on like the mannequin, mannequin just somehow looked even more bizarre. <laughs> oh, that was so creepy. Like, I, I, that was such a weird sequence of events where like, uh, Ravana and Miss Minutes go off with Timely. And then Miss Minutes gets Timely to double cross Ravana. And then Ravana then timely 
double crosses Miss Minutes. It's just such a weird sequence of events. And I kind of got left. The one thing I didn't really understand at the end of it is like, what what the fuck is going on with Miss Minutes? Like, what was she? Well, she was her motivation simply the first episode that she was like specifically worked for. uh, You know, she wasn't this like lovable guide, this cartoon character guide that assisted like. You know, like Clippy from like Microsoft. Right, Word. right, right. Um, that's kind of what she is. But then you find out there's something more sinister about her, and she works directly with He Who Remains. And that's what that was in the first episode. Yeah, I mean the first season. It's revealed like in the last episode. Like, she, um, I don't know. It's kind of a funny. Yeah. It's just like a funny character, but like it could be like evil. And I think because she looks like a goofy little cartoon. Like, can make the character a little scarier, actually. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, but what happened, so Sylvie kicks Ravona into the uh, end time, the, like yes. where he remains, is, and you see like his dead body. Right. Oh, that was kind of cool. Like, him just it was. Dead, and he's like, a, you know, he's like all decaying and shit. Yeah. It, it, and like you could see like pieces of like the building or the castle or whatever. falling apart. Yeah. So, she wants to get, she might, she's going to have to find a way to get the fuck out of there. Cause Yeah, well, that was, because, like, right before Sylvie kicked her into that place, um, she kept saying, like, I kept dreaming about killing you more brutally each time, you know? Uh, and so, like, uh, I'm assuming that that is the worst thing you could do to someone is to, like, kick them to the end of time. Um, so, the other thing, too, is that, like, in uh especially like I like the interaction between Loki and uh Mobius so, like in the second episode and they're just sitting there eating pie yeah. in the room with the different <laughs> the key lime pies. Yeah, that yeah. like I said, this is the style of the show. Like oh, the st- yeah. that room where they're eating pie and the it's so perfect. Like, all the the old tiny, like we open the little drawer and pull yeah. out a piece. Like they had those places all the time, like luncheonettes had those back in the yeah. day. So it was just like this everything like the amount of effort put into this is like you know it's as opposed to like yeah good what well you know and it does it doesn't hurt that hiddleston and owen wilson have like really great chemistry together the yeah. characters and the actors i mean they're all just well they're then they're also talking about like you know he brings up the whole thing about jet skis and it's like yeah. oh he says like wouldn't you like to know uh what your life was or something and he says that he would actually would not want to because what if it's great and then, yeah. he, then he would be upset because it's like you stole me from this great life like he would almost prefer that his life was terrible because he likes his life he says like yeah he says i i like what i do as the you know in the tva this is all i know but if i were to find out that like you know i have this like wife and kids and like, like just living a great life I would feel like I missed something. Yeah. Like, I almost prefer to find out my life wasn't good. Than it makes least. sense. It makes uh, sense. And I feel like that's why, like I said, the theory is that because it takes place in the early 80s. And I really feel like he probably got sucked up like in the 90s or something. Yeah. That, that kid that she's working with at McDonald's, the blonde hair, the white kid, right. has a similar build. Af- yeah, an affect. Yeah, yeah. That that is a, supposed to be a younger Mobius or the guy who will become Mobius. So, yeah, that makes uh, sense. That was a cool little thing. Um, and then like I liked when they go to the fair, 
and he sees the statues and he's upset. Yeah. Is it he's not there? It's like Odin, Thor, and then Balder. The Balder. That was cool. It's like, yeah, Balder reference. <laughs> it was I good. Sell that Balder number one miniseries <laughs> comic I have. That, it was real. It was real good. And I like that that scene where Owen Wilson is like, yeah, I forget that you're one of them. You know, like you you are a god. And I think that's kind of cool because you kind of forget that in this series yeah. because he's just kind of become this like other TV agent who does have some powers, but he you forget that like he's the fucking god of mischief. Like, yeah. Like he's like half half god, half frost. Even though we find out remember Thor, they're not really gods. It's right, they're just aliens. It. They live like a very long life. They, yeah, I don't know. Well, uh, I thought. Go ahead. I, I thought that scene. I thought the pie scene from episode two was yeah. great, and I thought the Cracker Jack scene from that this was episode yeah, was great. And, it, and what did uh, Loki said that they didn't taste good or something? Yeah, it tastes like ass. <laughs> it said ash. Oh, I thought he said ass. <laughs> Yeah. Ash would make more sense. I mean, I, I thought that was like when I, heard I don't know that, why I was Cracker like, Jacks would take like Ash, but yeah. delicious. I don't know what he's talking about. Well, anyway, it was it was Bert just such Alaska a cool scene. Stale popcorn, <laughs> yummy. Um, get that yeah. random peanut in the box. You ever get those? Yeah. And there's yeah. like there's like three or four peanuts in there, and those are the best things. Yeah. I just want to eat those. I don't even want the fucking popcorn. Like I, I used to eat Cracker well. Jack a lot when I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah, I did too. I feel like I'm wondering if like kids eat that today. Like, I I like back in the day, it. that was a very common thing. And now like you still get them, but it's definitely like old timey as shit. Yeah. The prize that comes with it. And it's a I forgot about that. Yeah. 3D stickers and I would touch it or shit yep. my body because I had that texture on it. I hated it. Or it would be like one um, of those tattoos, like the yeah, the, yeah. shitty little tattoos with a little water. Yep. Yeah. Um yeah, so yeah, great episode. Show's great. I'm glad they finally I was scared. I was like, oh no, they're gonna like drag us out, and we only get like one episode again in the end of the season with with um What's, it, what's the actor's name again playing? Is it Jonathan Majors? Is that who Yeah, you're Jonathan saying? Majors. Yeah. And I was like, oh man, like, are they doing this? But no, I'm glad they brought him in episode three. Yep. There's, I think, like three episodes left. It's six episodes. Yeah, it's six episodes total. This feels like perfect timing because it's, it seems like. Perfect timely. Yeah, it seems like the next episode should be not the big reveal, but the, all the pieces should be on the, the puzzle board at that point. And then episode five. It's kind of like the the ramp up to the climax. You finish up the big conflict at the end of episode, at the beginning of episode six, and then you have like a, hey, the show's over. Why isn't it over? Because there's one more shoe to drop. So it feels like a, a really nice arc to this. Yeah. And uh, you know what's funny about the name, Timely? It's, is it related to time? Well, that too, but also <laughs> what Marvel Comics was called back in the day. Oh, what, what was Marvel it? wasn't Marvel until yeah. like, Fantastic Four came out in what the forties. I'm pretty sure. Let me make sure of this before I. What's going on here? Where's my phone? Oh. Um, let me look it up. Timely Comics. Okay, that's, that's funny. what Marvel was in the forties. Didn't become huh. Marvel. It was timely forever until like the yeah. An entity that would evolve by the 1960s to become Marvel Comics. That's why it's kind of funny that he's called Time. Yeah, that is cool. 
Cool. Well, it's it's a great series so far. I'm real excited to see the next uh, episode. And we have a couple new, uh, I think For All Mankind uh, starts up again in a week or two. That, um, um, that Godzilla show. That um, looks great. Apple. Monarch. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll bet you that's really good. I hope um, so. Yeah. The previews look amazing. Uh, yeah. So, uh, all right, cool. So, uh, I guess that brings us to um, the more newsy part of the show. Um, I watched Biden's speech tonight. Uh, and I did. <laughs> I thought it was okay. Like, I, it was I weird. I, I watched it. I was underwhelmed. And then I heard all the feedback about it, which was generally positive. And then I thought about it some more. And I was like, I, here's, I thought I wanted a fiery, dark Brandon speech in which he kind of trolled the Republicans for not having their shit together. And that was clearly not what should have happened. What should have happened is what did happen. And that is Joe Biden gave like a pretty good, straightforward, old school speech. This is about um, this is in regard to everything going on in Israel with yeah, he, and but, Palestine and everything. But he basically his big job, I think, yes, it was mostly about Israel. But the Republicans, the current Republicans, want to send a ton of money to Israel and zero money to the Ukraine. Well, that's what's going on with the Speaker of the House thing. We'll get yes. to that later. But that's why but I think Bob- they're really. They they really want to fuck over the Ukraine for right. Uh, yeah, I think for we talked about this in the last episode uh, that they they said it like we need to take all the funds that we give to Ukraine and give to Israel. Yeah, and it's like complete horseshit because well, Israel killing, giving Israel a ton of money so they can just burn uh you know completely just decimate uh the Gaza Strip and the Palestinians does not have the same detrimental effect as it would having and that's the sad reality it's true is that russia invading and taking over the ukraine would create a much much oh, yeah. global bigger global problem right and, i mean israel what they're doing is insane it's like I, there was like a story about like a hospital getting blown up but then i was yeah. I, I, it's like hard. It's really hard to get good information. Then there, of course, Israel claims they didn't do it, but they did. And then there was like five hundred people were not killed or something. And I'm like, do you know about this hospital? Yeah, to- uh, it's a it's a weird dynamic where um, I don't think anyone's really sure yet as to what really happened. Um, I know we'll that ne- we'll never we'll never get be given a good answer. That's yeah. The um, so yeah, I know the speech the, about then. I mean, like, okay. it was like well, fifteen sp- minutes long. I mean, he Biden used the speech to tie those two things together, and it was really kind of effective because everyone—I say everyone—most people in Washington think we should send money to Israel, and they're divided on whether we should send money to the Ukraine. And Biden said, "Like, look, this is the same struggle. This is the same." fight we're fighting against uh like forces opposed to freedom and he said that russia going into the ukraine is anti-freedom they're trying to and and he said hamas attacking israel is like anti-freedom i i agree i I, I, trying to i mean listen he's got to do his job to like 
tell yeah. people like you cannot drop the eye on the ball on the Ukraine, but these are not the same things. No, I I I and do the reality agree with is like you know it's like funny. I saw like George W. Bush rear his ugly head recently. <laughs> and it, it was like, yeah, that makes sense. Being that like Netanyahu, who is not popular in Israel, no, like, he barely survived. Oh, popular, he. I don't even know how this guy has any political power anymore because uh, of shit like this. He had to form a coalition he's, government he's with the, the people. One like they let this happen. Yeah, they let this happen. They were like, why is there a music festival? Like six miles. miles yeah, literally Fucking three crazy. miles away from the fence. Like, it is bananas that you would do that. I mean, um, three miles isn't that close as you think, but that's still odd. Like, it doesn't yeah. seem like it's a good place to have a huge music festival in this. Like, I don't know. Isn't that like fucked up too? Because don't we have like people come, like Palestinians, like they're allowed to come in and work and like, there's, but then they go up to the fence and then they get kicked back. And so yeah, I don't know how it is currently. I mean, obviously, currently, no, well, I'm sure that not, I don't know how it's been over the last few years. But yeah, historically, it was kind of an open border. And there would be uh, people from Palestine going in or the Gaza Strip going into Israel to work and, and stuff. And there are there are like Arabs living in Israel. You know, I mean, like it's. I saw this one guy on on TikTok, and he's he's actually a, a good creator. Um, and he was talking about uh, he's he's a, a history guy, and he posts a lot about like white nationalism and Nazism in America and everything. Um, and he was, as a progressive, people were asking him like, "I don't I don't even know how to feel about this." And he said that the correct answer is you need to support the people of Palestine because they're being bombed and they're having food and water taken from them and X, Y, and Z. And he said, but you also really got to support uh, the Jewish people in Israel. Now, you don't have to support Hamas or the, the right-wing government of Israel, but you got to support both of these people because they're both... Well, yeah. I mean, like I said, it's like anything. It's like if you... If the United States was like attacked and some innocent people were killed, you kill a bunch of innocent people just like if like i don't know like what's going on in ukraine where russia is killing innocent ukrainians but like if innocent russians get killed in their country too that's not good either you know yeah well like, he said he said they're both like historically uh persecuted people that have strong ancestral ties to this land you know i mean they're that's both why I like, say when like known anti-semites or racist bigots whatever and they claim they support israel but it's like yeah you support one group that you don't really like yeah out another group you don't like and that's, that's not, it that's it it's, that's it's not cool it, it and it, it does feel that way anyway the speech kind of tied all those things together and i i disagree with some of the points biden was making like I, i'm not 100 percent on board with like this thing but it was a good way of saying like look this is not uh th this is not the time to like pick and choose sides per se but i mean i, I didn't phrase that right he's like this is not the time to say like we can either do israel or the ukraine he said this is the time where like the united states needs to assert itself as uh anti-terror anti uh authoritarian like we need to assert ourselves in that capacity and it worked pretty well i mean i i think the speech worked in that regard it was real serious i People mean it was need not... to accept the fact that the united states has the ability 
to uh, do multiple foreign operations. Yeah, yeah. That, because the United States, uh, most of the money goes to the uh, military anyway. So, work, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, the, the thing I, that... I just think from the long run, it is in the interest of the United States to make sure that the Ukraine does not fall into the hands of Putin. Yeah. And that's where I get like a little weird on it. Let's just say I agreed 100 percent with uh, uh, Israel and I agreed 100 percent with Ukraine. And and I don't necessarily feel that way, but let's just say that's the case. Like, I think Israel's got it covered with Palestine. Like, I don't think they need a they ton of power. I mean, the shit out of them. Yeah. Like, there was this one attack in Israel. And how many people were killed? I mean, it's awful. Yeah. How many people were killed in the end? Do you know? Uh, I don't. I heard it was like a thousand or something. There's a lot of people. Yeah, it's awful, but like. But yeah, I mean, it seems like Israel's killed got it. hundreds of thousands of Palestinians over the years. Well, there's like, been like three or four thousand Palestinians dead in the last week, you know? Yeah. And so, are any of those the leadership of Hamas? I think zero of them. And then you, you hear know? that you hear lies from Israel and right-wing politicians here where they say bullshit like, well, the Palestinians voted in Hamas. Yeah, I don't... And that's not true at all because they said the last time there was any kind of election in Hamas was like over 15 years ago. And it's and bullshit. It's like saying I voted for Greg Abbott. You it's know, like, I mean, like, oh, well, that's more recent. It'd be like saying you voted for like George Herbert Walker Bush. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah. Like Abbott's still active. Well, Sorry. that's. I guess that's what I'm saying. Like, as if if Bush were still in power. Yeah. But there like, hasn't been an election in Palestine in Palestine since 2006. And I, I don't know. Did, did, yeah. did they vote for Hamas? I don't think so. No, I think that Hamas just won a lot of seats in like a parliament of sorts. But and... like, there's no. It's a. It's a bad faith thing to say. You're yeah. lying because. There's no elections, and they say that like the population of Palestine is very young because most of the people get killed there, or their life expectancy is low. Yeah. So none of these people voted for Hamas; they were little children. But regardless, was, like I don't see bullshit. that. Okay, Israel... but you know what? If you voted for, there were a lot of people that voted for like bad people. Do they deserve to get murdered by the the yeah large yeah. number? Like no. But like, to but to Biden's point, like if they want to give money to to Israel, like I don't necessarily have a problem with that. Like I know countries do that with their allies, but like I don't see that Israel really needs our help here. And I do see that the Ukraine needs our help. Ukraine would be wiped off the map if they weren't getting assistance. Well, like from other okay, countries. so we're giving money to let's say well, well we're already giving a ton of money to Israel to begin with, so it's not yeah. like uh, I don't. Uh, there's really no reason to give more money because we're already giving him a ton. Yeah. I mean, Where like, is this money actually going? What's this being used for? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like an open checkbook. Gaza's oh, like, I can't believe Israel used that money to blow up like 20,000 Palestinians. Like, yeah. I have to imagine that. Check. You, 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 what the how many bombs can you drop on 150 square miles? I mean, like, there's. Do you it's need crazy. more bombs? Like, I mean, like, yeah, it's like oh. what less than Rhode Island? Like, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's probably like a forty dollar Uber ride from one end of the country to the no, other. But yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it's like it's probably seriously. like a half hour. It's like wait, how many miles did you say it was? 
I thought it was 150 square miles. That's, that's, that's a lot of miles. miles. But... That's like square miles means like something else, right? Isn't that yeah. like yeah? It's like it'd be like 10? Uh, was it like 10 miles or something? Like 15 miles by 10 miles or something, you know? Like a like, 20 minute drive. Yeah, I, seriously, <laughs> like a 30 or 40 dollar Uber ride. Like you could, you could probably go from 30 40 dollar Uber ride. Where do you live? That's cheap. <laughs> you could go from like Egypt through Palestine into Israel for like 50 bucks. You go through the whole country for like. I feel like the rates have probably gone up since then. Well, anyway, uh, peak rates during this whole conflict, but um, yeah, it's like I said, the comparison between what's going on because the joke you can make the comparison and say, well, okay, so we're funding the Ukrainians to help stop the invaders, which is Russia. So in theory, if we're following that model, shouldn't we be funding the Palestinians? Yeah, yeah. Because they're trying to, again, it's a band faith. You're saying that the Palestinians and the Israelis are on a level playing field, and they're not. When one side can just turn off your electricity and water and cut you off completely from any resources, you're not on the same playing field. That's like saying, like, if me and you had a conversation with a billionaire or even a millionaire, that we're not on the same playing field. Different apples and oranges, yeah. We don't have the, we can't speak from the same things. We're not equals in any way whatsoever. Like, yeah, it would seem like, I, I don't necessarily, I, I, it, I, I hesitate to talk about it too much because it is such a weird thing. I keep going back to what that, that guy on TikTok said, who's, I'm, I just, he's not like some rando on TikTok. He's like a legitimate thinker and stuff. But it's like, I, I do get the idea that like, yes, the United States has to support uh a, like a jewish homeland in that region that's real important they are kind of besieged on all sides it's like a th- there's like i get that there's something there um they have like ancestral ties to that homeland but like there's a difference between that and this weirdo right-wing government that is currently running that country and what they're doing to other marginalized people i mean it just seems like i don't know it's the whole thing is just like difficult and i can't i can't look at any of what's going on and and not think that like man palestine's getting completely fucked over here you know i mean they just always, like, they yeah. always will be they yeah. always will be it is uh and like i said you know if anything and again this is like 9 11 11 again where it's like okay uh three thousand americans were killed okay now we give a George W. Bush, an open check to like basically start multiple wars and kill millions of people over a year period of time. And no one ever said like, uh, instead of it being like, well, wait, how did 3,000 people in America die, George W. Bush? Yeah. Do you have anything to say about that? And that's, that's... going on in Israel too. It's like, this is a security failure. Is it yeah, it really is. I mean. Failure on Netanyahu and the Likud party's part. And we're giving them a open checkbook to go blow up and kill a bunch of children in an impoverished area yeah in the claiming I mean, of that we're stopping hamas or whatever boogeyman they want to come up with and no one's saying like hey man have you allow thousand people to get killed yeah that's that's... Joke. if it was like a progressive party and that happened under israel oh, geez, i guarantee yeah. you that and same thing if the democrats were running some the show and 9-11 happened they well, look were, at the difference between be, yeah would be calling for the death of the president. They'd be demanding, had this happened, there would be 
endless hearings. Just look at the difference between Benghazi and 9-11. You know, Benghazi, like, you would have thought like a billion people died. Yeah. And it was just like, I mean, again, not devaluing life. But no, no. Like four soldiers were killed or something like that. And they turned that into like an endless talking point. And it was insane because during the Bush years, you would hear about NBC's Tons of NBC, United States embassies in that area will get attacked. Yeah. And tons of soldiers and people who worked in the embassies would get killed. And there was never one fucking hearing no. about it. No. Well, 9-11 was like a, a big failure. You know, Condoleezza Rice had... Yeah. Like, instead of like, yeah, George W. Bush, you said you were good. You went on that top of that mountain, that wreckage and uh like a day two days, three days after it happened, said that we're gonna I hear you, we're gonna go after the people who did this. And everyone's like, yeah, go get him. And he didn't do any of that. He starts a war in Iraq and an endless war in Afghanistan that didn't go anywhere. And no one ever said, like, hey, maybe we need to do, like, you know, they did some bullshit, the 9-11 hearing, which didn't amount to shit in the yeah, end. Yeah. I remember getting that book for some fucking bizarre reason. I <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah. yeah, like, no one ever said, like, well, we have those conspiracies and stuff, but, like, the conspiracy or not, at the end of the day, uh, what's her name? Uh, the woman that worked for Bush, uh, Condoleezza Rice. Condoleezza Rice was given a thing saying like, Bin Laden's going to attack. Probably it's on her desk, yeah. And they ignored it. And supposedly Egypt has warned Israel about this attack and the fact that like this attack shouldn't have even yeah. happened. And no one's like questioning it. No one like in any powers like yeah, any honor should be removed completely from power because this is a big failure yeah and all they're doing too is by attacking these people all you're doing is endangering the lives of israelis there's gonna be terrorist attacks now random uh you would hear about like the suicide bombers and stuff you don't think there's gonna be more of that like this doesn't foster peace this isn't like all this is gonna do is just create more violence and make living in israel more unsafe israel yeah, you've you've basically revolutionized a whole new generation of people against you. You but know, that, I mean, that's, that's all they ever do constantly. Yeah. Same thing, like what the United States does, and like Israel is a tourist destination. There's gonna be people who are gonna be like, "Yeah, I'm not going there anytime soon. I was gonna go yeah. there, but I'm not fucking going there for till I know this like blows over." But like, well, today that- the State Department issued a worldwide alert. They said Americans anywhere overseas anywhere like in france need to be on alert you know you should stay only in areas frequented by tourists you should register with the state department as a person traveling abroad the best who is uh they're not in that area (laughs) um so anyway uh ugh. It's 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 crazy. Anyway, the Biden speech went pretty There's well. There's definitely a post 9-11 vibe I've been getting these past couple of weeks now. Like I feel like yeah, you know, the resurgence of Islamophobia. Well, we saw that chicken hawks wearing their ugly heads again. And... Well, I've I've seen um Ron DeSantis in particular start really going like anti uh anti-Arab. Well, he said uh, that insane thing about like how what did he say about Palestinians? Like they should not be allowed in this country or yeah, something. It was like no, something crazy. And I was like, fuck you, dude. That's I saw problem. Tim Scott on TV after Biden's speech. And Tim oh, Scott, yeah. You mentioned something. What happened there? 
he just got on there uh and the the interview i forget her name but she was real good she's basically saying like israel and egypt have agreed to let humanitarian aid go into the gaza strip water you know medicine stuff like that and tim scott's opposed to that <laughs> and the woman's like that's insane why trying to ask that? right and then she's like well why why would you do that? And he's like, because any aid to the enemy, blah, blah, blah. And then the woman's like, Israel has agreed to this. Israel itself has said, yes, we should let in water, That's the other medicine. thing I can't stand about the whole Israeli conflict, of any kind of conflict with Israel or anything like that, is you get all these, like, these chicken hawks and war hawks yeah. come in and they, they like, because they want to just, you know, this is what they need. This is like, the Republicans, they, they're trying to figure out how do we defeat the Democrats in the next election. And they always, they probably still believe, like, okay, maybe we'll, like, not focus so much on a trans thing because it's a losing issue. But the one thing we always succeed on is uh, fear. Fear of terrorism. Yeah. Fear of, like, invading, uh, you know, other... Because that was the thing, too, like, with these car bullshit caravan stories for years, they would say, like, Palestinian terrorists were in yeah. these caravans and, like... I mean, just real. Well, they're shit. in kind of a bind because uh, Biden, and not necessarily to my pleasure, but Biden is super supportive of Israel. And Israel seems to really... Just like, like any other U.S. Yeah. president would be. Let me right. tell you this, and we're going to talk about this in a second. Thank God Biden's president and not oh, yeah. Donald Trump. Now, if anyone's going to tell me that Biden's this war hawk or, or whatever I, no that's not what i'm fucking talking about i right. mean like, he's just like any other fucking president like they're yeah. going to support israel they're going to like i remember john fetterman got a lot of shit because he came out and gave un like on full support to israel and people were like what the hell man a lot of the progressives were like yeah. like what do you expect he's a senator like congress i mean like congress people could get away with shit like that but senators man like they're i don't know even though Rand Paul's constantly like re repeating shit from like yeah. Putin's anus or something, but Pretty I don't know. Weird. I'm not shocked by that. It didn't shock me about Fetterman being in yeah. Israel. It doesn't. It doesn't shock me one bit. Like I, I would be more shocked if he was like, you know, I mean, like again, it's not like. And the thing is, like they're they're attacking like uh, the squad because, like, you know, obviously some of them, yeah have like some personal like well, family uh, there and stuff i forget her name but one is one is palestinian american um uh i forgot I think, her name too. yeah it's not, she's from not minnesota a, I think. omar uh, no no it's a no is it Talib? jeez i i feel bad but i don't remember uh i think it's rashida to could be and uh, yeah, she was like denied. She Israel denied her visiting. This was a couple of years ago. She wanted to oh, visit geez. like her grandma. And Israel wouldn't let her. Like that's it. Okay, if Israel can deny a U.S. Congressperson from visiting their relative in Palestine, yeah. then guess what? Palestine is a prison and not a country. Right. The, yeah, that's our true. Country can determine that a sitting polit politician representative of another country cannot visit their grandma in a supposedly different country yeah that, that like, it's on a country that's yeah. what i'm saying it's a bad faith argument when they it is sign of a bad faith argument to compare what's going on with the ukraine russia 
to what's going on with Israel and Palestine. It's not the same thing. Mm. And um, it it bothers me, but like, oh, fuck, I don't know what we're going to do. I mean, I think like in the end of the day, it's like Israel's really just like a satellite for like American, British, and like any other like uh, that common goals, like, you know, like, yeah. It's there is like a hey, here's this small country that has like a shit ton of weapons and they're ready to use them at any time. Yeah. You know, and like they're, they're a satellite of the United States. They're like the 51st state of the United I feel like they're the 51st state of the United States. Yeah. Well, it seems that way. Um in some ways know. they are, except it's like it's run by like Republicans, the the country. Like Yeah. I do think it'll, it'll be tough because I know Ron DeSantis and Tim, a, a lot of those Republicans are like really amping up their pro-Israel bona fides, but like none of them are going to out-Israel Joe Biden. Well, you know? I find like, it bizarre that, okay, so Ron DeSantis, who appeals to Nazis, yeah. he said that, oh, that was it. He said that like he doesn't think Palestinians should be allowed in the country because they're anti-Semitic. And I'm like, who is this for? Because- yeah. People who like you do not like Jews. Like, but so, some of them like Israel. To trick like some moderate people. I mean, I'm assuming that's it. He's just trying to trick moderate people mm. who have some bigoted tendencies. Like it's you know Islamophobia yeah. and stuff like that. And I, I mean, like, because the people who you have been trying to court for the past couple of years now, they push like they're like Nick Fuentes. Yeah, you know, like. I thought that was hysterical. I was like, Ron Sanders, who are you kidding? Yeah, that is a weird, weird take. Like, who like who is this for? You're not gonna get MAGA supporters on your side for that. No. No. I don't know. It's kind of funny. He's been like uh I'll give this to Ron DeSantis though. I've seen a couple things recently, and he's been really going after Trump and calling him out for being like weak and saying like he's uh basically implying that he has dementia. Kind of like he's doing what the Republicans do to Biden all the time. Yeah. And he's starting to do that to Trump. And again, thank you. You're doing a good job. You're helping us. Thank you. <laughs> Secret agent Ron. Yeah. <laughs> pointing out that Ron, that Donald Trump is a. Well, I think DeSantis is going to do that. He has to do that more often. He's running out of runway. Well, at this point, it's like, who cares? But he sh- it's like you tried being mini Trump. It didn't work. The MAGA people don't support you. They support Trump. And honestly, the best thing to do is if you really want to earn these people, these chuds, it's all about who's, you know, you instead of kissing Trump's ass, you should attack them. Yeah. Because these people love falling for strength. That's all. Yeah. That's all they respect is like Like Alpha um, Dog and Alpha Dog. You know, Trump's the old dog. Go after him. Start talking about how he's out of shape. He said, you want me to fall wrong? Go and say he's a. Fucking flaccid Trump or something. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Did you hear that Trump wants to go to Israel? First of all, they're like, he probably wouldn't even be allowed to go because he's like doing work tomorrow. He had to surrender his passport. He had to surrender. Did he? No, I I remember reading that they did they specifically did not make him surrender his passport because, like, theoretically, he should have. Like they, that would have, any other person under yeah. that many indictments. That should be the first thing. Yeah. You can't leave this country. Well, and he also has like, like you could argue that like, well, they don't need to take like some rando's passport because maybe they don't have the means to travel. 
You know what I mean? Like they can't, they, they'd have to go through customs. They'd have to buy a plane ticket, but Trump could just hop on a private plane and go like the, the, he could have well, one of those... he, the security disaster. The, yeah. He would want to make a big show of it. Like you ever see like when he goes to court and he has like 10 cars yeah, following him. It's ridiculous. Like, so ridiculous. He would want to make a whole show out of it. He would want to be treated like he was president. It would be, a, and let me tell you, Netanyahu, that would be the biggest failure in his part. Because if he were to kiss Trump's ass or in any way, like, I'd be Biden, like, on, like not Biden calling, but someone high up in the administration calling up yeah. and being like, you're fucked. Yeah, right. <laughs> you just fucked yourself, dude. Like, you, you just fucking, like, that, the idea that Trump should not be allowed to go to Israel. I think that's like no. a disaster and it's waiting to happen. That guy, let me tell you again, I'll say this. Thank God Biden's president during this. Not, and again, any, any, even if Bernie Sanders was president, I guarantee you he would yeah. support Israel. I agree. I think that they would have a talk with him and say, you're United States president and Israel is our ally and you will give their undying support to them. And well, you've also like probably signed treaties and there's, there's probably like, I mean, Biden's trying to do like the eat your cake, have your cake and eat it too by saying like, oh, we support, we, we don't think Palestinians should yeah. be killed and everything. But you still gave it like a, uh, what do you call it, like a uh, unsigned check or something to Israel or a empty, you know, where they could fill in the number yeah. and do what they want. You Ooh. mailed them 7 million bombs, you know. Yeah. So, so you, what do you think they're going to do with those things? You think they're, yeah. like, they're not snaps, you know, right. <laughs> right. Up, throw them in their backyard. Like they are literally during their backyard. It's a trip, trip. Gaza yeah. Strip. But like, tr- imagine if Trump was president and this was going on. The amount of like chaos in this country, in the United oh, States, yeah. there would be so many more deaths. There would be like attacks on like so many attacks on my on any brown person these chuds could find. Well, be, like, he'd be whipping up the, the rhetoric. Yeah. What? He'd be whipping up the rhetoric. And, oh, yeah, my I mean, God. Would... Yeah, you can't have that. Like, it'd be complete fucking chaos. Yeah. I mean, yeah, people are, like, angry that Biden's giving his full support to Israel. Like, pretty much any United States president would. I mean, like, that's just how it um, – I don't know what to tell you. I don't know. This shit's been going on for decades. Yeah. But Trump would just escalate it. He would, like – he would exasperate the problem. He would say – like think of the George Floyd riots. We would have like riots. Oh, yeah. They'd be like chaotic. They'd be like militias showing up and boogaloo boys showing up at like rallies and stuff. Like it'd be a fucking nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And I mean, we can give you an example. We're gonna talk about this. Now, this obviously Biden's president, but we do have a endless stream of right-wing radio probably more prevalent than ever right-wing radio right-wing media right-wing mm-hmm. media and all that uh some six-year-old palestinian boy was killed by this old man and it's a fact that he listens to right-wing media yeah and the fucked up story about this is that it, he was their um what do you call it super what is it like uh Landboard? Like the building, yeah, it, it was a crazy. I didn't realize that at first. You you were the one who told me. I thought it was just some rando that killed no. a kid. They, they had a relationship. Yeah, they, he had a relationship with that family. They talked to neighbors and said that that little kid saw that old man almost like his grandfather, yeah. and he literally ran to him to get hugged, and the guy stabbed him. 
Yeah. It's insane because grotesque. this guy in a treehouse. Yeah. Like this guy. Yeah, he was like, ah. <laughs> well, it is. It's like getting a uh, like one of those uh, like from a J horror movie about like getting a virus that makes you kill people or something. I mean, it yeah, was like that like kind some, of thing. Yeah, yeah. Some some, some uh, frequency goes off, and all of a sudden, yeah. everybody's like loses their fucking mind. And it's like that's what right wing radio and uh, media is. It's a virus, dude. Like, here's this guy who also saw these people, and you kill a six year old kid. Yeah. Just gross. The kid went to go hug him, supposedly, and he stabbed and killed this kid. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. This kid saw this guy as like a paternal figure. Yep. It's a little kid. See someone that's friendly to you in any way. You're just like, yeah, you know, like, and uh, like I said, it's like the guy made the kid a freaking treehouse. Like, this is like, he had a relationship. He was supposed to like a really good, they were tenants, but he was good with them. Knew who they were. I mean, I guess you hear these stories of people who are family members and they kill their family. You hear these stories. Yeah. Like, well, you uh, do. I I do hear a lot of stories from like um, uh, like normal people that have a relative that goes full MAGA. You know, like right wing talk radio, and these people say it's like losing a. It's like losing them to like dementia or Alzheimer's it's, or it's having. Really, it breaks up families. Like it's yeah. so awful. Right wing media is like the biggest curse on this country like it will our country will never achieve anything relevant or i mean anything that will help right. our society in any way for the positive if right-wing media is exists the way it does oh yeah it's like, just um it, yeah. it makes people go insane it gets them to focus on the dumbest things that's why i said like everything that's going on with the speaker of the house the people who vote for these kind of people they don't give a shit they don't care about functioning government. They're told yeah, that like yeah. the Democrats are like blood drinking, libel, you know, like they're it's we've yeah, we've talked about this a lot before, where you have some like Marjorie Taylor Greene that are probably like true believers in the cause. But I think the the big problem currently with the, the house is that you have like Matt Gates and Lauren Boebert and Essentially, like what you said, you, you've called them failed theater kids. It's like people that have no real capacity for. Um, well, they're. They, I joke that they're failed theater kids. They're like not serious people, but they they have no convictions or whatever. Yeah, but they don't know what they're doing. You know, like they don't have a good, um, clear sense of. I think um, they know exactly what they're doing. They're chaos agents. They're there yeah. to do a specific thing, and again. What's up with this talent agency? What's it called? Yeah, ex- Somebody, explore talent. What is it? We've talked about this. Like all these like current right wing personalities, even Marjorie Taylor Greene, they all come from this thing. Yeah, it is it's bizarre. Super weird. It's like the alien. It's like the demon law firm from Angel. Yeah, Wolf from Random Heart. Yeah, yeah, Wolf from Random Heart. It's literally that. It's what the fuck is going on here? Like, it is crazy that so many of them came. I think Madison Cawthorn was from there too. Yeah. Yeah, he uh, was. All of them. They're all a like, lot of them. They're like weird actors. It's like they're just these bizarre grifters. Like they're not. It doesn't make any sense. They lived in. They they get in certain districts that are heavily red. They say a bunch of really crazy right wing shit that yep. will get them fit whatever culture war Fox News is pushing. Yeah, get in, and then they're really hard to get out. 
and they all they do is cause chaos because they're concerned about getting their name getting their appearances on right-wing media it is it's just about fame you know yeah and mm-hmm. half of them once they're finally voted out they decide to leave they'll go work for newsmax or fox or you know or start their own podcast or whatever they'll work for fucking tim pool or something you know yeah. mm-hmm. and it's scaringly disgusting and what's going on in the house i you know, we, everyone keeps talking about like, oh, Jim Jordan's running and there's a bunch of Republicans that won't vote for him, and, and which is good. I'm glad, but it's not it, – it's like it's never going to end. And I honestly think that this whole thing is a work. The Republicans yeah. in general do not want federal government to work. They don't they, – they want – they want the country to not have a budget so that well, government shuts down in a couple of weeks. They, clearly, they all – they're all okay with that. They'd all prefer that than to compromise. I'm telling. I think this whole thing's a work. I think the what better way than not to have functioning government is to be like, yeah, we're just going to come up with a speaker in the house. Just going to do it. Going to come up with one. And I, it is. It's a fucking work because Republicans get in line all the time. I don't believe. I truly don't believe that there's 20 Republicans that uh, all of a sudden have a conscience of faith and like, yeah, I can't vote for Jim Jordan. He's a that person, does seem you know? weird. Because you know I, I mean? feel like, like if that was the case, then you would see like five or six or whatever those Republicans, they would vote for Hakeem Jeffries and then there would be a Speaker of the House. Hakeem Jeffries mm-hmm. would be the Speaker. Yeah, if they all actually would take. cared. But they don't. They don't want to function in government. I think the whole thing is a huge work and we're falling for it. I, I, it's theater done by a bunch of failed theater kids. Well, it would all it would take is five or six republicans to vote with the democrats and yeah. you'd have a speaker jeffries yeah tomorrow all it would take is five or six democrats to vote with the republicans and they could have saved but they're McCarthy. not going to vote for jim jordan no 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 why would they that would be insane that's like when nancy may we talked about nancy mace uh smartest mm-hmm. woman in, somehow yeah. she dumbest woman in congress i don't know how she did it bobert's like thank you Ms. right <laughs> Nancy Mace uh, was on a show, we talked about this last week, where she said she knew Democrats that supported Jim Jordan. And the guy, uh, I think it was, what's his face from CNN? It um, was, it was, uh, I forget the guy's name. He's one of their popular anchors. He's like, yeah. wait a minute, what? From Jim, Jim Jordan, Jordan from Ohio? From Ohio? <laughs> mm, I don't think so. That sounds like bullshit. No, I think, the Democrats are, I think the Democrats are 100% right in not voting. But the thing is, they don't have to. They're not the majority. Yeah. The majority of this House to vote for a speaker. Because I was asking you earlier, I said, why? If Jeffries is, has a majority over the Republicans, he's got like 20 votes more than Jim Jordan does. He does. Why is he not speaker? And you said it has to be the majority of the entire House. Yeah. So there has to be one over half, basically. Yeah. So theoretically, but, since the, if like that, honestly, the Democrats have the same slim margin. But when the Democrats voted on Pelosi being speaker, they all voted for her. It yeah. was a done deal, you know? Oh, she's not, I mean, yeah, the Republicans hate her, but like on the Democratic side, she's not a controversial figure. Regardless, no. of course, some like tweets might be like, oh, she's held up this or she held up this. Yeah, we get that. But at the end of the day, she was a popular, she's a popular Democrat among Democrats. And that she got so. shit done, you know? She's a, I mean, yeah, they, but I mean, like, she's a money, she's like a campaign fundraising machine. She's yeah. famous. Like, she 
the one thing I could tell you that Pelosi is uh, she didn't uh, uh, endorse a uh, violent coup on the country. Right. It's like Jim Jordan. She didn't uh, let a serial rapist uh, go after students um, yeah. in Ohio like Jim Jordan did. It's not yeah. the same thing. No, no Democrat should have, no Democrat should have to vote for fucking Jim Jordan. Get the fuck out of here. Well, that's the thing. Is like, they're why, like, they're why probably like, should, dude, if we're not going to vote for Ken McCarthy, we are not voting for Jim Jordan. Why should any Democrat vote for any Republican? Period. Period. Right. You know, I mean, like, why? I mean, like, look, if the if the Republicans had the votes and they were going to get a speaker anyway, I could see. Democrats from red districts voting for the speaker. If look, it's not going to change the outcome. They have all the votes they needed. I need to make it look like I can, you know, I mean, I'm fine with that. But um, the idea that the, it's the Democrats' job to bail out the Republicans by voluntarily voting for a, a super shitty partisan hack, fuck that. Yeah, Donald know? Trump puppet? The fuck yeah. Whose main goal is to like, Take away funding from the Ukraine. Yeah, That's what I mean, Jim Jordan wants to do, and also dissolve like anything to do with January six. Uh, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Uh, he, yeah, I don't know. It, it, it's I like I said. I think that the whole fucking thing's a work. I, I mean, the Republicans well, could be. are dragging us out, and because like I said, oh, and I was gonna say, Kevin McCarthy. He's still working bad faith, getting interviewed even to this day, blaming yeah. the Democrats, saying it's all their fault they caused this. And it's like, what? You guys agreed to let anyone bring to the floor a motion to vacate the speaker. That's the deal you made, Kevin McCarthy, with Matt Gates. And you know what? If you put the fucking scorpion on your back, you're going to get stung. That's what he happened. He still has Speaker of the House on his Twitter. I know. Ex, so sad. It still says. Ken McCarthy, Speaker of the House. Mm. So I don't know. I think the whole thing's a work. There's that McHenry guy. He doesn't really. Did we talk? We didn't talk about me and you. No, not yet. Mm-hmm. Okay, so McHenry is this little Oompa Loompa, or I guess he's in the Lollipop Guild. Uh, yes. <laughs> and he has a bow tie too, and he and it was crazy. He showed up. He had the big lollipop stick. It was. Yeah. Marched, represented the Lollipop Guild. <laughs> <laughs> That was weird. I didn't expect that. But uh this little guy, little little goofball with the bow yep. tie. He was given a gavel, he hit it really comically loud for some reason. He has no real power, right? Didn't they say they were trying to like even give him some power just to get a couple of things through? Yeah, and he has he he himself has said, I don't have power to do anything. Some people are pressuring him to try it and see what the courts say, but he really has no power. Again. Because he's a Republican, and they have no interest in having the federal government work. Right. You don't want the federal government to work. They don't care about state governments are different because they can come up with whatever they want. They can get rid of all kinds of rights and everything. But federal mm-hmm. government, a stronger federal government, can take those states that are bigoted and use that and be like, eh, yeah, and no, compel you're not them. Doing that. You can't do that. No, you can't do that. Uh, and they don't want that. They don't. They want to no. weaken federal government. I don't think people realize that. That it, it's not. You know, like when what's his face said years ago, I want to like take federal government and drown in a bathtub or something like that. Yeah, was that Tom Delay? No, it was this fucking. It was. It was on Grover Norquist. Yeah, that fucking guy. He said that right before Katrina. Yeah, which is great because we need federal government for that. Right. Uh, 
And like they want, they want to, they hate the federal government because it, it, now you could say like, oh, well, yeah, the federal government prevents things from states being racist. It's not just that though. It, you know, an abortion, all that. It's beyond mm-hmm. that too. It's like, we want to make our state a uh, tax shelter for rich people. We want to right. put in factories that don't have to have union work. We want to have states that don't have to follow the same guidelines and less federal go- involvement, less the federal government can do anything about it, the less regulations involved. Yeah. That's why they fucking hate the federal government. That's not going to do. I mean, the civil rights and everything. Yeah, those are all important and everything like that. Sure. The main thing, the main thing is to protect the rich and make sure and to remove like funding from things they don't like education dissolve public education they want to weaken the federal government and this is another this is they figured this is how we're gonna do it we're just gonna we're gonna make it not work by not putting a speak something oh we can't can't agree on a speaker that's insane that's bullshit i think the whole thing is bullshit but mchenry who has no claims he has no power did have one power very important power and this is important for him so he was sitting, I guess, in the seat, and he looked comically small because has like a big back. Yeah, and it's been revealed recently that he used the United States tax dollars to change the seat that he sits on in the podium, or whatever. Right, where he doesn't look as tiny because it doesn't have a comically uh, like large backing behind him or something. Yes, yeah, he ordered um, the, uh, the Department of Commerce or whatever to manually print three telephone books for him to sit on. Um, <laughs> yeah, they have to be printed. Are you going to read them? Yes. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, the, I've seen photos on Twitter where he he does look comically undersized, almost like a guest at like an Alice in Wonderland tea party type of thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or an Ant-Man movie. Yeah. And then in the next photograph with his new chair, he looks like a normal adult-sized human. Um well, it's like uh, like how Peter Jackson filmed the Lord of the Rings movies, where mm-hmm. he would put the hop the people playing hobbits on bigger furniture so they appear yeah. smaller. And yeah. that's what's going on here. But he ordered it to be uh, mini size so it looks more from the camera perspective. Right. So that's where he used his power. Yeah. Right. That's uh, that's as far as it goes, guys. And uh, well. All of a sudden, he comes in with like peck implants. <laughs> it, it is interesting. Like Jim, Jim, I guess Jim Jordan is going to call for a vote tomorrow too. He wants to run for a speaker. He wants him to vote a third time. Um, if he doesn't get it, it's real hard to see where it goes from there because there's so much bad blood amongst the Republicans um, that whether or not it's intentional or not, it's hard to see them choosing a speaker candidate and. Unless the moderate Republicans vote with the Democrats, it's hard to see. I don't know, man. If I were the Democrats right now, I would be like any of the blue state area Republicans that yeah. are like on the threat. I'd be like talking to them right now and being like, yeah, it's probably going to be a good idea. Right. And see what they want. You know what I mean? Like it, this might be an opportunity for them to find like. George Santos wants $244 worth of money. Right. And a new ID, new set of IDs. Oh, yeah. Can I have a new identity? Um, it is it is kind of uh, weird. But, like, you can see, I mean, a, a path forward in, like, some weird alternate dimension. It's just you're not yeah. going to have 
George Santos gets a new identity, but he gets to stay in office still. <laughs> I'm not George Santos. I'm um, John Lovitz. I'm George Extraordinaire from SNL and City Slickers too. I'm Congressperson Kang. A variant. Kang, a very different... I'm Obi. Uh, yeah, yeah I I'm just a simple Kang variant. Yeah. Your world scares me. <laughs> I mean, it's funny. Yeah, Un, yeah. Okay. unfrozen uh, caveman lawyer. Yeah, uh, your world scares me. Lights? What are those? <laughs> Dude, that unfrozen caveman is like the best skits. And that's why we need to get rid of the right. estate tax. Exactly. He'd be, <laughs> and that's why capital gains over 6% should not be taxed at a rate exceeding the... T- <laughs> your world frightens me. <laughs> These big iron birds I see in the sky make me cower in fear. Maybe, and that's why we need to remove the tax and capital gains. <laughs> yeah, ugh. yeah, well, that'd be great. They can work out a deal with uh, George Santos. He has a new identity. George Santos comes in, uh, and he's got like uh, he bleaches his hair blonde. <laughs> and he wears like a pink suit, and his name is like Vlad. Vlad, my new name is Kuman Tripodi. My new name is my new name is uh, Guillermo from uh, the uh, vampire. What's that called? Uh, that, that oh, yeah. Uh, what we do in the shadows? What we do in the shadows? Yeah. That guy who plays Guillermo uh, played George Santos and uh, on like that's right or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well. I don't. I I don't know where it's going. I I can see. Geez, I, the only path that makes forward really makes sense going forward is for them to somehow elevate McHenry to be like a have some powers as Speaker Pro Tem. Sure, um, why not? Give that little guy leg up, you know. Yeah, <laughs> he's uh he's played by uh, that actor who passed away. I thought what's his name? He was like a little little man, little Southern gentleman. Uh, Mm. I don't remember. I just looked up Little Southern. Uh, <laughs> wait, hold on. Little actor. <laughs> Let's see. Leslie Jordan. That showed oh, up okay, after yeah. this wry Southern draw and versatility made him a standout on TV series, including Will and Grace and American Horror Story. Died from yeah. Not from the car accident last year. Mm-hmm. Lovable. Leslie, yeah, just he could pretend to be him, right? <laughs> well, I call the court into session. From what I understand, Jim Jordan's gonna try to get elected again tomorrow. Sure, um, I, I have to think he's gonna fail, and then we go into the weekend. What like, happens if they do vote for him, though? He wins by like two votes or whatever. And then I think he's speaking of the house, speaking of the house, like it'd be. A, a shit show. Well, that's the other thing is that like the moderates um may also demand that they can keep that vacate rule in there. I mean, like it, it the the root of the problem for the Republicans is that they gave one or two people basically the permission to to call for a new speaker vote. Yeah, which is just a recipe for chaos. Yeah, it is. As I much mean, as I don't like Kevin McCarthy, that being in there was always a bad thing. Yeah, he was a garbage person, but having knowing what you're dealing with and getting to deal with that thing consistently is a good thing, you know, ultimately. Um, 
Well, it's hard to see what happens to the U.S. if if they don't get a speaker. My guess is that Biden would would have the attorney general ask the Supreme Court to expedite a ruling as to whether or not McHenry could bring legislation to the floor. You know, I mean, like, I'm sure there'd be some mechanism to put that to the test, you know. Um, but then you ha- then you get a, a really weird theoretical question. What if it all is like a fix? Uh, and and what if the courts say, okay, McHenry, you can put forth legislation, and McHenry's like, eh, I'm good, and they just refuse to govern. What if they... McHenry's like, I want a less comically large-sized gavel. <laughs> right. They're like, McHenry, that is actually a child-sized <laughs> gavel you're holding. Yeah, I mean, it's, um, I don't know, it, it is kind of a weird uh, thing to speculate on that would seem impossible otherwise but seems like a possibility now what if what if they do what if jim jordan does become speaker or any of them and they just refuse to do shit let's say all they want to do that is, is like, literally what they want yeah. they want and the main thing they want to do defund ukraine yeah. go after uh anything to do with january 6th that like uh you know they're going out criminalizing people and sending them to jail mm-hmm. they they want to like have hearings about that no, not the opposite though not right they want to go after hunter biden yeah they want, like it would just be chaos so the problem you know they even said that like kevin mccarthy like as shitty as he is like he would do deals behind the scene just to, oh, like, sure yeah you know like but no jim jordan would be absolutely horrible mm. Yeah, he would know. be. A if I were the Biden administration, though, man, you have all that stuff on him, man. Like, come on, dude, use your fucking leverage. This guy yeah. protected a fucking serial rapist. Like, well, he, he also like, like was real involved in all the efforts to overthrow the election. I'm not. I don't know why he's not under so indictment somewhere. You could like fucking end this guy. Yeah. So. Yeah. Wow. I don't know. I don't get it. Like I said, I think things will work. Could even if the even if Jim Jordan, like you said, even if Jim Jordan got in, it would not function. No, it would. Yeah, it would function maybe even worse than it is now. Yeah, they would know? want the gov- They would want the government to shut down because they would want like insane like. I, I, yeah, they would. They'd say like we need to a, make cuts in education and social security, or else we're not passing a yeah. budget get rid of uh snap benefits yeah yeah honestly i mean like that's or, get, or literally seen. get rid of uh we're not funding in the ukraine i guarantee you that would yeah be that would one be one. number one yeah yeah um mm-hmm. all right well speaking of gagging yeah <laughs> trump's gag order yeah they said it was like a really well-designed partial gag order where he was ordered by the court not to say anything disparaging about the But he the still is, right? He still is. He's he did something else. Um, I don't know if like I don't know how that works. I don't know if the court can simply say, Hey, we heard about this and now we're addressing it, or whether the prosecutor has to like bring it to the court's attention. Um, but yeah, he was legally ordered to shut up and he didn't, and he's still talking about the people prosecuting him. So Theoretically, he is in violation of that gag order. Yeah. You know, I don't know what they're going to do about it. Um, if anything, but 
they said that the the gag order was perfectly designed so as to not bring about any free speech issues. You know, she said, well, like, joke, can... "Isn't it like uh, he can the only one he can really? What was it? He, he could he could attack Pence because Pence is running for president. Yeah. He could specifically attack Pence because uh, they're they're um, running against each other. But like, she even said, like, you can you can." criticize the government you just can't criticize the people like he trump could ease trump could still get on didn't he uh, dox that judge didn't he give out the address or something something like that but trump could still get up and say i'm not getting a fair trial that's perfectly legal for him to say but he can't say like jack smith is a deranged lunatic who is lying about me like he can't and this is address and this is what his family looks like right you want to visit for reasons i don't know i don't know why you would do that so it is. I mean, it's go and kill his family. Why would you do that for me, your Lord and Savior Trump? Oh, uh, my he dressed to the judge. Why <laughs> give her a gift? Uh, give her an edible arrangement. It's yeah, that's the so, worst thing you give someone. Edible arrangement, yeah. <laughs> I, like, I like edible arrangements. <laughs> I like those big fruit ones. Ah, gross. Oh, here's a here's a half of it's ripe. Here's the other <laughs> half isn't. Uh, enjoy. Here's some you, melon you, that is ripe for only thirty you seconds. Eat what you can, and then you freeze the rest and make uh, smoothies or something. You know where you put it? <laughs> right in the trash can. <laughs> here's a sample arrangement that was left outside your house for a day. <laughs> well, here's um... some fly. Hey. Here's some flies for your house. Uh, oh, you like flies? Oh, well, here you go. Yeah. Some protein comes with the edible arrangements. Ugh. Well, you like gnats. Yeah. Um, you're, you're so funny. You take the rest and you freeze it. So you <laughs> a healthy smoothie. That's what we've done with edible arrangements in the past. Wow. It works out wonderfully. Works <laughs> You you use it. You can can it and make it preserved. Yeah, we use we use every part of the edible arrangement. We even like like, like the like the native like the native like the Aboriginal people of our our country. Uh, The bison. (laughs) I make a sled out of the old uh, container, and I make. Yep, the sticks. I string my bow with the sinew from the no. Um, (laughs) It is. uh, I'm thinking about edible arrangements. Um, I don't know. Trump's gag order is just funny. Um, I think it's funny. Yeah, it's funny. Shut up. He he. Anything that just like restrains this asshole or threatens him. Like I said, I just think it's so funny. Yeah, I'm gonna go to Israel. no, you're not, buddy. Yeah, no. yeah. No, um, it is. It is great too because, like, it kind of backs him into a corner where he's like, "My freedom of speech is being taken. I can't criticize the government because the judge said you can totally criticize the government. You just can't attack people. Like, you can't. You, you can say, people. yeah, you can't attack people, and that's all Trump has is like attacking people. Yeah, that's you know? like ninety. 90- percent of like that's actually all of it it's just like yeah what's how trump gonna insult this person oh my god right. he's a genius. like that's it he doesn't have anything else to offer no no so um yeah it's pretty funny the even funny it was all his supporters online like outraged you know freedom of speech is dead and everything it was just it was 
It's like, dude, uh, this guy, you, they talk about this guy like he's a regular person who didn't commit like more crimes 92 felonies. Like, <laughs> as like more, it's insane. Like, how is this guy allowed to like even exist? Yeah. I mean, he should have an ankle monitor on him. He should, I mean, it's, yeah. And yeah, anyone else. In a jail you know, cell. But... Oh, the funniest thing is the joke is that the thing I'll probably end up getting him sent to jail will be his constant obsession with his Mar-a-Lago not being valued. Yeah, right. A billion and a half dollars. Like somehow that's going to be the thing that ends up getting him locked up. They'll be like, because some kind of fraud he's trying to commit. Because yeah. again, it's like, wait, so you're saying that your property, that the judge was, uh, it was what they say it was only 18 million, which something like that. A yeah. lot of money. That seems like a very no, it's not, it's a billion dollars. It, yeah, it's uh what is it called? The thing that uh fuck was it the Rosebud movie? Rosebud oh, Citizen Kane. Citizen Kane, wasn't that like a thing he was trying to create, like a house or whatever, and it was like Xanadu or something, or I think, yeah, I think so. Rosebud was the sled. Yeah, but Citizen Kane, yeah, part of the story was like he was trying to make like the biggest property. And then uh, there I was I think you're right. The the something of Versailles. Remember that documentary that came out years ago? Yeah. This like hotel magnet. They're trying to create like the recreate the house of Versailles or something. Uh, yeah. Uh and uh yeah, I think that was the Vanderbilt. It... The Vanderbilt mansion was that, right? Is that it? I don't know. Yeah, uh, so that was like a plot in Citizen Kane, I think. It was like kind of like building this. Yeah. yeah. So he's trying to like, like, first of all, the funny thing about Mar-a-Lago too is like everything about Mar-a-Lago is illegal because it's like a hotel that he lives at or something. It was yeah, he specifically got like a variance or he got some deal if he promised it wasn't his private residence. And then immediately upon leaving the presidency, he, he made like a second white house. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And he was using his presidency to he like tripled his rates. Yeah. And he and he got he booked out because yeah. like everyone that wanted a ticket there. In yeah. He had that hotel in DC. Mm. And they were like, they basically like it was a way to like con the any foreign dignitaries and have to stay there. Oh, you want to do business with me? Yeah, you're gonna might want to stay at the Trump Hotel. Exactly. Yeah. You might want to get the penthouse. You like the you know? bed bugs, the mm. best, most beautiful, beautiful bed bugs. Brent, in the Brent bed bug. Who's that? Brett bed Stevens. Bugs, they're the best kind. They're the ones that burrow into your skin. It's filled, filled with little Brett Stevenses. Do you like? Yeah. Do you like cubes? <laughs> Don't worry, because the showers at the Trump Hotel. <laughs> Are covered with the most beautiful bouquet of <laughs> that no one cleans them. Well, he did I'll make a lot wash of money. The sheets because we like to preserve semen of the dignitaries. <laughs> Come in. We, yeah, they, I remember it was like a video, it was like a couple months after Trump was out of office and they showed how empty that hotel was. Oh, yeah. Because they are like, hey, we don't have to fucking stay here anymore. We were being like, the Trump presidency was using it. Like, it was such a grift, that presidency. Everything about it. 
And so this fucking asshole is claiming that Mar-a-Lago is worth like a billion dollars. And how dare that judge say it's only worth 18 million? And it's like, dude, so you're saying that you're assessing that your property is worth that much. Do you know what property taxes are? I would imagine you would prefer to pay property taxes on an $18 million residence versus the property tax of a billion plus dollar, right? I would imagine that would the, the discrepancy would be quite a bit. That was a weird, that was the one thing that I was kind of like hit or miss on is that um, theoretically the Florida sets their property taxes weird. They like cap them. So you could have a home worth like, I don't know, hundreds of thousands of dollars and you're only getting it taxed at a rate of like 200 thousand that does legitimately happen in florida Uh, that's why he's probably doing that because he knows he can get away with he won't get like someone looking in and being like oh yeah your property is worth like actually this okay here we you owe us like yeah he like a hundred million dollars in taxes it is like a weird quirk of the way florida taxes property and everything um what a lunatic like what a fucking nut job yeah, uh, we were told that your house was assessed at $18 million. No, it's not. <laughs> With a billion, zillion, trillion, quadrillion. He's, it's just such a losing argument for him. And and the judge, even when they said it, they 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 just threw it out there. It's like, oh, this is what it was assessed at. Um, and then Trump was infuriated that it was assessed so low. But, of course, he, he doesn't want to pay taxes on higher of an assessment. Um I don't know. He's just such a, he's like such a clown, you know? Well, this is a um, same asshole after 9-11 when he's being interviewed. This was literally, I don't know if it was on 9-11 or like the day after, and he's bragging about how his building His building is, yeah. Like, oh, that building, well, guess what? Trump Tower's building is the biggest building in all of New York City. Yeah. Is that what you have to say, Trump? The so best weird. cubes in, in the bathroom <laughs> are at the Trump Tower. We don't clean, we don't clean the rooms. <laughs> Bring a dog and let them pedal everywhere. Trump Tower is 90% urine. The yeah. dog pedal. Bring it, bring your black light. Bring your black light. Don't bring your back. Do us a favor. Do not bring a black light. I <laughs> promise you will not like what you see. Unless you like Jackson Pollock's. <laughs> yeah. Are you a big fan of Jackson Monochrome Pollock? Jackson Pollock's. What? what? Mono, monochrome Jackson yeah. Pollock's. <laughs> like, if he painted only in purple and white. If he painted... Are you a big fan of Jackson Pollock? Then come down to Mar-a-Lago with the backlight. You will not be disappointed. <laughs> yeah, even the billboards would be like, come on down. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was like a skit or something. I don't know if it was on like SNL three years ago. And there was like a blacklight at a hotel or something. And there was like this, everything just covered in shit. Everything. And like even people, it was so disgusting. There was that, that was an episode of The Office too. There's, I think I remember that SNL skit. But on The Office, there was one where Dwight and Michael shared a room, a hotel room, 
and I guess white brought a black light to all the hotel rooms. Oh my God, I would die. I'd rather not know that. And he goes, that's got to be blood or your, no, he's like semen or blood. And Michael's like, please let it be blood. Like, please let it be blood. Anyone prefers blood. <laughs> <laughs> you not? Are you? Are you kind of modern? Modern art. Modern or art. Football, politics, surrealism, or whatever. Jasper John's a little tame for you. Jasper John. <laughs> the best Jackson Pollocks are in Marlaga. Yeah. Right. Sir, I haven't seen a. Jackson, I came to Mar-a-Lago and I have not seen one Jackson Pollock coming <laughs> up. Did you bring your black light? Not in the daylight, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, it, 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 we have. you know, a weird thing happened today that we didn't um, we didn't talk about. I, we didn't have it on our list either was Uh-oh. Sydney. I almost said Sydney Pollock, that old Sydney, director. Sydney uh, Pollock, the director who, of Tootsie. Tootsie. Who, who's, who's the um, Kraken lady? Sydney. Um, what is what would name? Trump say about Tootsie? Oh, yeah. He's a two. Uh, Sydney Powell, not Sydney yes. Pollock. Uh, she, she pled yeah. guilty today. Played by Lurch. From yeah, Manhattan. she... She pled guilty today um, to a bunch of misdemeanors and agreed to testify against Trump. Now, She's who like is Sidney Powell again? Just for that. she was the Kraken lady. She was one of the Trump attorneys that yeah, really TV. pushed hard mm-hmm. against Dominion and against. Uh, she, she just like was a real big election denier. Yeah, she's been doing like the QAnon circuit for a while now yep. too. So she agreed to plead guilty today to, I think, six misdemeanor counts. She's getting a really light sentence. She's getting six years of probation, a fine of like $9,000, and she has to write an apology letter to the state of Georgia. Uh, and then she's agreed to testify against Donald Trump. Oh, shit. <laughs> so that's like a big deal. I do um, not like this Sydney lady. I don't, I never met her. I never met her. I never, never met her. I don't know who this person is. I don't. Well, the the theory is that she got off so lightly that the that people assume the prosecution knows she'll deliver in, in good. Or testimony. she has delivered already. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So um, a lot of people this morning, uh, before the speaker stuff got going again, and before the uh, you know Israel Palestine talk got going, a lot of people were just saying how devastating that is for Trump that Sidney Powell has agreed um, to testify. Uh, you know and who even, would play Sidney Powell in the Trump case movie? Um, who? Fred Gwynn from the Monsters. <laughs> Fred Gwynn? He's been dead like maybe right. 25 yeah. years. But that's not going to stop him. No. Role, role of a lifetime. Of <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of uh, movie characters, <laughs> speaking of movie characters that um, that could uh, double as currently current Republican politicians, um, I saw someone uh, caption um, scenes from Disney's The Hunchback of Notre Dame with Sarah Huckabee quotes, and I haven't seen them. No, no, I, I. Photo. I took the podium 
uh, from the Sarah Huckabee Sanders uh, scandal and photoshopped it in front of the the hunchback of Notre Dame. Right. Uh, and which I, I thought, thought that was just a picture of Sarah Huckabee uh, Sanders. Right. A, a lot of people did. Yeah. Um, now, I'll say this, and people will be like, you can't make fun of her. Yes, you can. Yeah. yeah her? Yeah. You can. Yeah. yeah. Especially her. She She's the person who uh, made a big deal about making it easy for underage kids to. Yeah. Those go, kids go look like. Stop trying to get educated. Go get a job, you lazy shit. Go work the, in a fucking steel mill at the age of 12. The kids in that photo look like. Fingers the, are overrated. The bald layers from Lemony Snicket books. Like they, yeah. <laughs> they just looked like wretched, you know. Dude, that um, photo, my God. Oh. She's like, her, fucking <laughs> her, whatever she calls a smile. Like yeah. smirking grinning angry at the same all at the same time there's a lot yeah of, every emotion just happening like there's a lot going on on that face she looks a lot like i don't know if you stayed with the walking dead long enough to see that episode where negan hit glenn with a baseball bat yes but like, that's yeah the, after like the fourth hit yeah that is what sarah huckabee sanders looks like <laughs> for the most <laughs> The first hit, and his eyes are just like, Yeah, oh god, it was so brutal. <laughs> that was rough. Um, um, yeah, she's uh, she's awful, and uh, I guess she's under some scrutiny. Oh, everyone's like, Oh, she's done, nothing's gonna happen to her. No, there's well, no chance for the, the- he, here's the weird thing this is the scandal, the best I can tell. She, the first thing she did when she got on office was the same thing Ron DeSantis did, which was tighten up. Uh, the information that people could receive regarding her travel. She didn't want anyone yeah. knowing where she was going, what she was doing. So anyway... They'll claim it's for security reasons, but that's bullshit. Right. So anyway, this blogger out of uh, a town in, in Arkansas started doing freedom of information requests for receipts from you know the purchases from the governor's office. And they found a receipt for a, a lectern that cost 19 grand and the guy yep. was like that's a fucking lot of money for a lectern right yeah and, like a fuck the podium thing right right like, like the, well it's like apparently it like 200 bucks right well this one apparently came with a carrying case and blah, blah, blah. anyway wow so the guy's like well where's this lectern and eventually the huckabee sanders um produced it and then the guy's like well i'm looking at the receipt and this isn't what is described? This is an Arby's receipt. Yeah, this is <laughs> to Arby's. What? That is a Damn. paper towel box with. Um, so, anyways, it turns out the guy keeps digging, and the company that makes the lectern, or the company that generated the receipt, doesn't make lecterns. It's like and, a friend, right? And it turns out it's a friend of hers. And then, as it turns out, they all went to Paris together. So the the theory is that well, she is the hunchback in Notre Dame. So right. <laughs> so the theory is that gotta, everyone's got to go home once in a while, you know, visit the family, her an- ancestral homeland, or the gargoyles uh, that they would talk to on top of. The so the theory is that Huckleberry and this woman took a Paris vacation together, and they didn't want to pay for it. So they why they would st- you when you could just right off for they stole money and then they to if they just stole money they probably would have gotten away with it but they generated this fake receipt you know and it was to a uh 
<laughs> right. It, it was just such a stupid scandal. You know, like there would have been a million ways you could do that better. Like a, a there's a bunch of ways you could do it better, but they, they didn't. They did this way. Uh, right. And so as it turns out, it's pissed off some Republicans in the state. And I don't know, I don't know the dynamics because I, I do agree with you. I don't think anything's gonna come up. Nothing's gonna happen there. I, I don't think anything's gonna happen to her. However, every once in a while, and this happens maybe one out of a hundred times, they piss off the wrong person, right? Like maybe a couple Republicans had a pet pork project in their district and you said Huckleberry, pork? That's a- uh, Huckleberry didn't give it to them, you know, or maybe one one. She's like, on, she's like on Ozempic too, like yeah, because she's like half what she was like a year ago. Yeah, yeah. Her and um, uh, Fergaccio Blow is also on Ozempic. Well, I'm not kidding. Yeah, I, I believe it, but like I think it's entirely possible that she does go down for this. I don't think it'll happen. I think it's like a one out of a hundred chance. I, but like, I mean, I she she's so protected. I can't. I'd be shocked. That I mean, going to be hysterical. That's what you go down for yeah. nineteen thousand dollars. I feel like that's a dinner at some well, places. You know especially because I mean? like, she's she's so wealthy. The family's so wealthy. This is this is the equivalent of me stealing like a ten dollar printer cartridge at work, you know, or something like that. I mean, like why why would you if you have that much money? Why would you steal a Paris? You just go on a Paris vacation. She probably has like she could probably make nineteen thousand dollars in a single with a speech. Why would you? Why would you do that? Like it's just like it, so... it, the joke is it's probably if she stole that, I guarantee you. Well, yeah, way more hundreds of thousands of dollars that have probably been gripped since she's become governor. True. And it's again, what's the thing you do right away, you know, is you try to make sure no one knows your flight logs. Why? Oh no, because I want to go on all kinds of trips with my friend to like around. You go to lobbyists' offices. Oh, and like, yeah, you know, it's like, and it goes back to like even like your Boberts and stuff. It's these like it's amazing how these people are able to abuse government, like these yeah. countless hacks who really just want to be famous, and they're famous in their weird right wing bubble circles. Yep, but. They want to live the high life. Like yeah. I said, like I remember like Dinesh D'Souza, whatever, had like uh, a movie come out, whatever. And yeah. it was like all the right wing stars came to the premiere and they're having like a red carpet and all that. Yeah. Just, they love they that want, shit. They want it so bad, but they have no talent. <laughs> they have horrible ideas. Not shitty true. takes. They're yeah. shitty people. They're awful. That's why none of them are going to make it in like Hollywood or any type of thing, uh, any type of beloved industry. I mean, you can say whatever you want about Hollywood. They make things that people like. Yeah. You consume it and enjoy it. Some some isn't good. Some is good. Just like any other product, you know? Yeah. And these people, they want that so bad. Oh, yeah. For George sure. Santos, Bobert, all these failed theater kids, all these failed like talentless hacks who like, they found a niche and they're in like the right wing grift that they want to live the style because of Fox News elevates them and all these other right wing medias elevate them. They're weird little they're celebrities, too. And they yeah. want that celebrity lifestyle as well as like real celebrities, Politi- oh, yeah. politicians. I mean, 
not to say they don't live like a good life or anything, but a real politician, they're not going to movie most right. of the time. No, no, no. Not usually. Some do, whatever. But or they're invited to it at least to a real movie premiere. Now Dinesh D'Souza <laughs> fucking propaganda fest. Yeah. But like yeah, I was like, what? I remember seeing like pictures and they all act like they're they sound like red carpet. It's like when Ben Shapiro was like, we have to make stuff that generates stuff. We have to control the culture. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, there's some truth to what he's saying. He's, he's ridiculous. Oh, yeah, yeah. They want to emulate it so bad. So Huckabee, who, whose dad is, uh, you know, former governor, but he's also like, a celebrity you know he's been a talk show host for years in the right-wing circuits and been a are you looking for your cat or something this cat's driving me nuts is he going to the, you were opening the cupboard <laughs> and i was like gonna say is the cat in there no the, the cat is like stalking me Dude, um, why are we talking the cat's just gonna lunge at you oh there he is that's one yeah of them. Is that yeah smelly? this is astro um he's like this orange cat and he's like yeah. a total psycho uh, and he's used right now to, he just looks like a cuddly little friend. Nah, he's like a flirkin. Um, he, he looks just like the flirkin too. Same, he same does look kind like of flirkin. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he he gets treats before I go to bed each night, and so now he's out here like demanding his treats. He's usually, yeah, he's like, what, what the fuck? You're like, like sometimes my wife gets out of work early uh, some days, like, yeah. and like the cat's confused and thinks it's time for dinner. <laughs> it's like no. Dick. It's 2 p.m. Yeah. Go back to bed. Come back to- yeah, like fuck off. You know, can't no, I'm kidding. I don't say it. Yeah. Really <laughs> uh, so like I said, the so it makes sense that Huckabee would do shit like this. And I guarantee yeah, you, yeah. this is not the only thing she's done. She's oh, no. stole so much her and her friend. Like her friend. Well, that's, yeah, that's the thing. Is that, yeah, that's the thing. What shocked is me that- was these people are all fucking hypocrites. Yeah. Actually, yeah, that would make sense. Did you um, see that? Wait, did you see her uh, recently, though? This is really funny. She's like, Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders signs an executive order to ban woke anti women <laughs> words like pregnant people from state government documents. I saw that. It's the left that, it's the left that decided woman is a dirty word. That decide we need to toss out basic biology and basic grammar, right? That's how she sounds, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, her, yeah. her. Does she have children? What? Yeah, she's married. Has a bunch of kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just imagine. Oh my them god, like... those mutants! No, I'm just kidding. I haven't <laughs> seen what they look like. <laughs> well, SK and... three would be like. They're just like little sponges that get thrown around. Like, One of them keeps hitting the other with a fly swatter saying bad toad. Yeah. <laughs> you ever see Ed, Ed, and Eddie? They kind of look like Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you ever see squid billies? <laughs> Somehow uglier. <laughs> well, the, the thing is that like Arkansas, like I don't want to, I mean like there's parts of Arkansas that are beautiful. There's oh, yeah. parts I of Arkansas like, uh, that are it's really nice out. Oh. The Ozarks, Hot Springs is really nice. Little Rock's real fun, beautiful town. But like, look, parts of Arkansas and that Mississippi Delta have really significant problems. You know, I mean, they're they're just like very impoverished. Like, you got your work cut out for you if you want to be the governor of Arkansas and make Arkansas. Yeah, they don't. She's a grifter. She wants to live off her name. She wants the celebrity. 
She wants to put out dumb shit like this, which I could see it's the left that to say women is a dirty word. Like I could see her putting and saying pregnant people, uh, the anti, like that, I could see that backfiring against her. Like, yeah. A company wants to like, I don't know, fire someone for being pregnant and have the language yeah. not be, you can't yet use that language because Sarah could be Sanders signed it in. It's right. Like, yeah. I mean, that's... Like shit just legally backfiring against the chuds that wanted that. But Often that stuff does have the, the capacity to backfire, you know, whether it does is another matter, but, but she's, like, she's a fucking joke. You know, she's a female DeSantis. She wants to like, you know, get, go on TV, say dumb shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, she's like, that's why Californians are moving to Arkansas. <laughs> I don't think that's happening. Are <laughs> you sure about that? Right. Hey, listen, Arkansas, like you said, I've been to Arkansas several times. It's nice areas. Yep, sure. Um, but no. Yeah. I mean, like maybe if you live like in Redding, California. Yeah. Look, I saw dog. <laughs> if you're living in San Francisco or LA or any of those areas, unless right. something drastic happens to your life, you are not moving to Arkansas. Yeah. Doc Hollywood was a movie. All right. That never happened. You didn't have <laughs> What was the TV show? What was it called? The one with the guy moves in with the the, the rich guy moves into town. Green Acres. <laughs> yeah. yeah. TV show. Right, right. Which is essentially like because because it's funny the the was it Eva or Zsa Zsa Gabor? Anyway, it's it like Eva a Gabor. Melania the, Trump type wife. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. she's a fucking. She's a she's trash. And it's sad because it's like, you know, they now I remember right after she like left the Trump presidency and it was literally like the year of uh the election, right? Yeah. She won twenty twenty. Uh yeah. I think yeah. so. Yeah, I think you're yeah. right. That they announced that she's gonna run for president. I mean governor there, and Trump was like, She's gonna be a great governor, which is like a nice way of saying she's gonna be absolute garbage. Yeah. Uh, the, I knew it. I, I I would go out. I had this guy who would invite me out. I would do like some art shows there. I remember talking about it. And, you know, he was like very progressive. And he even he was like, yeah, it's like, that's it. There's nothing we could do about it. It's like she now she's running for governor. Just just hand it to her because she's going to yeah. win. Well, she was a legacy candidate. Yeah, that's too. what I mean. Like... She's the fucking legacy hire. I remember seeing her on Fox. This was before she was on. Uh, in the Trump White House, like yeah, she'd be like uh, on Fox, and I'd just be like, "Who is this grating? <laughs> just nasty. well, her voice is awful. She sounds like someone from like a bad '80s movie. Like her voice is like, yeah. The weird thing is, what did she do something before she was Trump's um, uh, press secretary? Like she was like a Fox News commentator. She's just like she's a legacy hire. Yeah, that's the thing is that, like, I don't think she, you know, not that everyone's got to have, like, a, a stellar resume or whatever, but... Um, She's a legacy hire. She didn't have to do shit. I don't think she did anything. Yeah, so Sanders had no experience in governing for most of her career. She was a political consultant and campaign insider to her dad. Uh, and then she got, she was a field coordinator for Bush. That's probably where she got like a little traction. And then she got hired by Trump. She never really did anything. And then they made her governor. She has like no experience, no 
I don't know, inclination towards good governing or anything. Um, no. no. She's, you know? just, she's the, and then, like I said, the podium thing is just, it's an icing on a cake. I mean, like, I'm not shocked by this at all. And like, that's why I think it's funny if that thing that brought her down was just something that's $19,000. Yeah. Like I said, to me, that's a lot of money. I would like to have $19,000. Oh, yeah. That would, yeah. Make a, that would definitely be my, uh, it would be a better year. But like for her, $19,000, like I said, they could fucking claim that like a dinner out and or a weekend with like some to do with the government or whatever. Yeah. That's 19 grand. Or, you know, like, oh, we, we uh, hosted an event. Plenty of governors just go places. And, what? and s- plenty of governors just go places and say it's like a, economic development trip hey, what or whatever the fuck she needs to go to paris for yeah oh, that's she the... wanted to go to israel which i thought was hysterical yeah. i would just love to know what what she did in paris like like if she just like went to the Got her fuck on dude <laughs> probably did like a ton of drugs and shit yeah I, I would imagine her... like they're just people man they want to have a good time just like anyone else they're just like i said they're talentless hacks they they they're celebrities in their own little bubble, they, yeah. And they they think that because their ego is built up so much, like remember in the right wing bubble, Kyle Rittenhouse is a yeah celebrity. celebrity. Yeah, yeah. She was probably hanging out with Kyle Rittenhouse in Paris. Oh wow, what a beautiful couple. <laughs> Tell them the Moulin Rouge. I love you too, Zara. Yeah, I don't know. I just always kind of fear Kyle Rittenhouse to talk more like Sling Blade, you know, like well, yeah, mm, French Brad Taters, Sanders, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, in Paris, uh, in Gay Paris. <laughs> uh, I guarantee you, this is like you're gonna find out. There's been tons of shit. It doesn't, do yeah. Work. Well, that's it, the thing. It, this, yeah, of course, this wouldn't be the first one. Um, but, oh, this All is right. great. This is the one. This is about the. This is her trying to defend herself because uh, it's come up a bunch. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. Wait, wait let, me, let me get the sound up. Sarah Huckabee Sanders is corrupt and she wants the media to stop reporting on it. <laughs> I figure if I do, then you would talk about nothing else instead of the important actions that we're actually taking today, uh, which unfortunately is not surprising that while we are focused, on things that actually impact our state and impact our Kansans. The media wants to spend all of their time focused on things that frankly don't. Yeah. And the, questions? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the thing she was focused on that day was banning the, the word or the phrase pregnant people like that. That is not a pressing matter for our Kansans. I can guarantee you it's not. Such bullshit. I know, but that's the problem is like the majority of people fall for that bullshit. And then they're like crying about like how health everything costs so much. Right. Why the last like like maternity ward in the state closed down. Like, yeah, like, like you keep electing these clowns who have who they don't care, dude. Like they like I said, they, they let the world burn. They they're as long as they get to go to their fake movie premieres, go get to be uh their asses kissed on Fox News and or you know be a little celebrity in their world it's fucking crazy you know it is really bizarre and they get away with it like I said, well, they, yeah 
And they will. Thing, I mean, if Democrat did even one tenth of what she did that night, they'd be like calling for her to be like, they'd be asking, saying that she needs to be in jail. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's for sure. That was like super egregious. I mean, she was blowing fat plumes. Well, she was like engaged in like a sex act in public, in the, like in with children around and stuff. Yeah. I mean, I'm still surprised that nothing came of that. I'm amazed at that. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, you know, the difference is, you see, that's the difference between right wing and the left in this country. There's no left wing media. First of all, no real left wing media. Not in the no, mainstream. no, not at all. Not at all. Because if that was true, Lauren Boebert's story would be broke constantly. But like I said, if the AOC did he, or any other uh, Democrats did even one fifth, tenth, or whatever that Boebert did that night, they would be bringing it up forever. They still bring up the fucking Swalwell thing, and there's no truth to that thing where he's yeah. like supposedly right. sleeping with a Chinese spy. Like, it's they, I constantly see that. Yeah, there's no truth forever. to it. And... But like the the left never holds on to this shit. No. Well, you're right, because there is no, there's, like, Fox News will drive these narratives, and other stations will report on the Fox News reporting, but there's not a commensurate big media left-wing outlet. And the problem is, is if you watch real left-wing media, they don't want to focus on the book. Yeah, they're more more like intellectual. They don't want to talk about the sensational shit, because they actually want to get something done. Yeah, they're going to do a story about, like, labor rights violations or something like that not focus on like lauren bobert's hand job we do right no we can't unfortunately like that's not how it works just do the last five minutes on that like first five every top of the hour yeah (laughs) talk about bobert's hand job well yeah and i mean you're right like they're it's it's good that there aren't left-wing media outlets focused on hand jobs but um, it's frustrating, you know, it, it's frustrating because like, even if CNN and MSNBC don't run those salacious stories, those bullshit stories, they eventually wind up reporting on them only because they have to, because like a third of the country is talking about it because they saw it on Fox. Well, the type of people that like that shit usually are like people who are idiots and don't want to follow real yeah. People who do follow left wing media, who do like real left wing media, not bullshit fake ones, but real left wing media, progressive cause, stuff like that. Those people are usually kind of involved. They're involved with unions. They're involved like so. These are like the more serious persons, the more academic usually. Yeah, and yeah. They would not. They would not tolerate the Bobert stuff. They no. wouldn't. And that's no, why they they go elsewhere. People. Uh, that there's a special hole that Wires Goat is willing to fill. <laughs> you just give us a million dollars a year. Two hours of hand job stories each night. We will talk endlessly. <laughs> we'll make sound effects. We'll bump up the, the production of this show. Yep. Oh, yeah. Maybe we'll even do video with Blacklight. <laughs> At Mar-a-Lago. Yeah, Don't yeah. do that. Please, for the love of God, do not bring a little <laughs> Mar-a-Lago. You will not like what you see. <laughs> Did you ever see the movie uh, Street Trash? No, Jesus. <laughs> or the movie The Stuff? Like gladiator movies. Like- <laughs> you, ever, you ever see the movie The Stuff? Did you ever see that? 
It's like was a that the blob ripoff? It's kind of. It's like it's a dessert that people are eating, and then oh, you find yeah, out yeah. it's like killing people. And then yeah, like, I do remember that. Like a blob. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. You, you ever seen you like, you like gladiator films? <laughs> well, if you do, you would love to come to Marla. Oh. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, on that note. Yeah. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> yeah, well, that's it. That's the show. That's, uh, that's that was the all show, our topics. Dude. We'll see what yeah. happens next week. We'll see if we have a functioning government. Debatable, yeah. Debatable, yeah. We'll see. Oh, there'll probably be a fourth episode of Loki. Yeah, depending on. We'll probably if we do it Wednesday, we won't. Uh, oh, be able that's to talk right. About we it. Won't yeah, be, won't be talking about. Loki. Uh, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, yeah, it goes. We'll see what happens. Maybe they'll air Loki a day early, or maybe we'll just make up something. Right. Give you Loki prediction, and then we can say we saw a variant <laughs> episode. So a screener, a variant screener, a variant screener, and said probably not going to be Loki. <laughs> And it's just the plot, yeah, from an old uh, I don't know, Doc, Doc, Doc Hollywood, Doc Hollywood, yeah, just Doc Hollywood script. Yeah, so Loki Both pulls into a small town, town. <laughs> and his car breaks down. Yep, his big city idea. <laughs> Actually, there's a great part of Doc Hollywood. Wrap podcast and sick. Yeah, I remember. I don't remember any of the movie. I just remember this one part where. There's a kid and he's having like severe problems, like he can't breathe or whatever. Yeah. And he's ready to like open this kid's chest up. And then the old doctor's like gives the kid like a can of Coke to drink. <laughs> he's had like severe gas and needed to like belch. And he's like, Yell me 65 cents. I'm thinking, <laughs> it, was, I'm thinking it was played by uh Dreadwind. <laughs> to turn Kermit the Frog into frog legs in the Muppet movie. Oh sure. yeah. Ooh. Yeah, that guy is great. But I think I remember that. Like, yeah, uh, I can like see that. Was ready to uh, do like a open up this kid, yeah. massage his heart or whatever. And the other doctor's like, just get an old, get a mule to kick him in the back. Nice. <laughs> got to use some, some, uh, some, a cup of urine, pour in his ear. And everything Classic. Oh, yeah. Classic Doc Hollywood. He's got to get a leech, put it on the kid. Yuck. Old time. <laughs> old people, uh, I don't know. Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, Justin, I'm Rob Israel. I'm Joseph K. You still going on about that? Thank you for listening to You Still Going On About That. Um, please like, comment, share. And if you haven't done already, please follow us on Instagram, YSGOAT, Facebook, YSGOAT, and Twitter, YSGOAT. Thank you. And have a great day.